hij rotsvast, soos een luipert op die veld, en die hele skare skreef erom, want hy is hulle held. Hy kan skop en hart loop, duik en paas, pale drop en pleis, nou sê hy cheers vir oulaas, groetnis van huis tot hy. Hy is een recht op op legende, een eister in sy tyd, ons sal hom nooit kan vervang nie, hy sal skyn en eeuwige, een springbok en een sjaak, ambassadeer op die veld, ons groet vir Patrick Lamb, die hele gende in hy. Hello, I'm good. Um, had a had a beach clean up this morning, so you know, picked up some litter on the beach for some other with some other concerned citizens. Is it Earth Day today? Or was it this weekend or something? No, the Earth is Earth Hour, which I think is 27th of March, maybe, something like that. Oh, then that's past. Maybe okay. Saturday, maybe it was like 30th of March. Or maybe. Okay. Okay, cool. oh, it was just, I don't know, it was in the newspaper, so they're like, come pick up some trash. So we went and picked up some trash. Okay. Yeah. No fair. And hopefully he's had at least three sips of coffee by now with that delay. <laughs> Morning, Alex. Ah, oh, shit, let me take it quickly. Take my thoughts off quickly. <laughs> so, <clears throat> we're just trying to make sure that Hi you, guys. You, you've got optimal caffeine. Yeah, no, I'm good. Thank you. I'm still here. Good, good. Um, just woke up, as you can probably tell, but uh, I'm good to go. Definitely um, very well prepared for this absolutely professional podcast episode. Uh, as as all of us are. All of us are. <laughs> Until we get to the games, and we were like, uh, oh "Did anyone watch that one?" Yeah, no one oh, watched Okay, like, let's uh, move on. Yeah, let's <laughs> half time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, let's let's ease ourselves in with a bit of news, shall we? Yeah. Let's start with the news, seeing as these are all generally articles that we've had a chance to read at some point in the week. Uh, let's start with what came out on the second of April, so a late April Fool's joke, I think. Cohen Bosch is in talks with joining the Stormers next season. God, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, it's it certainly seems a lot more plausible after this weekend, doesn't it? After this weekend, yeah. But still, I mean, yeah. I mean, even after this weekend, to, like, to, I mean, uh, I don't know. What? What? You saying the the idea of him getting away from the Sharks makes him play better? Yeah, just just like he's no, I think just just like he's actually in the market. Like, if I was the Stormers yeah, before well, this weekend, I would have been like Kerwin who. Yeah, but now yeah, obviously he's yeah he's a back um, Just, just in terms of his career though, like just like last week we were joking that the Stormers were trying to f- shove four fly halves onto the field at the same time. Mm. Kerwin Ker- Bosch has very clear ambitions. He wants to play ten. No, yes, they're gonna play like fly halves, yeah. well, like, like, like fifteen. No, but like, Kerwin Bosch has stated ambitions. He wants to play ten. Hmm. Rob Dupree so. is le- is leaving the Sharks next year. Yeah. It it seems unless he's fundamentally unhappy at the Sharks in terms of his career, it makes a lot more sense to stay there. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that was or the weird I, part. Like it wasn't. Or, or yeah. am I missing something? Like, no, no, no. Totally. Like it's it's 
you know, the if there's one union that's oversubscribed in the fly-off department, it's the Stormers. And if there's one union that's about to be, like, very, very undersubscribed in the fly-off department, it's the Sharks. So, like, it, yeah, you're spot on. Like, it really doesn't make any sense. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, maybe he's just got really bad timing. Like, because maybe this, maybe they only got his letter now. And it was sent, it was, they sent it, like, a week, like, a year ago or something. Yeah. Like, look, uh, what, what is the problem? Going through their old emails. Yeah, but that, unless <laughs> unless he unless he's very unhappy at the sharks, which I I I could believe that he isn't uh, mm-hmm. because cause we have but, we have uh, especially I've banged on at length about this how suddenly you know not first choice fly off first choice try off oh coach's son rocks up fucking Charles and Benjko mm-hmm. went by. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot oh. of people seem to feel like uh, Rob Dupree Senior is on his way out as well. They, like the general idea is that you know with all three of his sons fucking off to Europe, he's probably not going to be too far behind. Um, I don't know if that's wishful thinking, but you know it could be a bit of sort of egg on face for Kerwin if he does end up going to the Stormers. Rob Dupree Senior leaves and they bring in yeah Manny I don't know Lebo let's say no 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 well like let's say they bring in to coach they bring in like uh, Davids for example. And they've now suddenly got a nice, new, exciting coach. And meanwhile, Kerwin's chant, like, all he's done is replace SP Maria on the Stormers bench. He'll feel a bit stupid. Bosch on, oh, Bosch, does Bosch have a left boot? I know Bosch has a cannon, and the Stormers like a cannon. I think, he's, like... a, I think he's a righty. No, he's right footed, I think. So is he? No okay. Well, then, the no, left wing then at Stormers. There's no space for him at 11 <laughs> for the Stormers. As we've seen, that there's only one There's w- only one attribute they value. In a, in an but may, maybe in maybe he could play right wing because he's right-footed. Isn't that how it works? Uh, possibly. Uh, totally, yeah. Who's there I right mean, maybe he could play on the right-hand side of the scrim. Uh, you mean, um, what would it be? Ti- just the tight head right lock. flank. <laughs> no, just, just the right flank. No, no, I, I, I remember someone, someone was called, I think it was Nick Farah. He, he said, uh, he was like, no, Ben, uh, you're a loose head lock or something. I'm like, what? Like, I, I don't, I'm not sure what I am. I think yeah, yeah. I'm a left lock or a right lock. Like, I really didn't know the... Because you were tied to the prop that you're sticking your head next to. Whose ass you sticking to? <laughs> I, I think number four is theoretically the loose head lock. I would yeah. assume so because it's one, two, three goes yeah. from left to right. Yeah, because they sort of line up in order. Yeah. It's a funny it's a funny thing though, isn't it? Like, because we do have, like, we're joking about how arbitrary it is. You know, you have the number four, number five, left, right, loose head, tight head. But we've, we've, like, we've got ideological differences between the number four lock and the number five lock. Yeah, yeah so, but, but I, I don't think it matters what's, I don't think it's like, Oh fuck! Are you crazy having a number five, uh, number four lock scrubbing on the right? Like I've, yeah. I've never seen anything so ridiculous in my life. Like I feel it's pretty interchangeable. To see it. We should. I'm it's not like, it's not like it's not like prop. But I think there might be something to it because, like, uh, I've seen a lot of in the, in the last couple of weeks, the referees at the scrum have been blaming the locks. For I don't know if you guys have seen that. No. So when the scrum goes down, or there's like an early engage or something. The ref will be like, no, it's your second row that's that's putting that's pushing you too early or something. Yeah, that's I've coming seen from the second that row. That a couple of times actually. I'm just being, I've seen the early yeah. engages. Should, shouldn't it go right back and it's the eighth man's fault? Yeah, no, because the eighth man does nothing. He like he's like steering. He's like <laughs> he's, you, like he's on a wagon. The eighth man is a glorified backline player. 
have you, but Ben, have you not seen that we built this Creevy's team sheets? There are only five forwards on those team sheets. The rest are all back <laughs> uh, But but no, yeah, like I, I remember when when Buck No, no, it, it does it does sort of make sense though because the lock sort of you you like launch yourself in there because they mm. almost like they sort of load on their haunches with the props yeah. like sitting on their shoulders. Yeah. And then they sort of like, they like fire in a way. But yeah. like, I remember when, when John Smith moved like quite controversially to prop, to tighten prop from. Um, <laughs> so not, he's, not, he, in ter- not in terms of his body type, that was not a controversial move. So yeah. he moved to tight it or loose it? Uh, I think he went tight. I can't remember now, but... I think he went tight no, I'm, I'm confusing oh, myself. It would make more sense because I'm sure it's more similar to hooker in terms of yeah, scrambling. It doesn't yeah. work with my anecdotes. But anyway, th- it, maybe I'm getting my facts wrong. But it's, I think it was when John Smith moved to prop. And then um, someone asked Bucky's in an interview like whether there was any concern over his like scrumming technique. Um, and you know if the, if the scrum would, would still be stable. And Bucky said, as long as I'm behind him, the scrum's not going anywhere. Yeah, but there's, oh, yeah, there's a lot of talk of, you know, the locks of the engine room with the scrum yeah. and that. Which yeah, I, assume like, like, meant, I assume he meant it's not going backwards. Like, I assume yeah. they, would, they would still try and go no, forward. No, 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 but, but it is sort of the way a scrum works. Like, mm. props basically, they're almost like wrestlers. Like, they'll yeah. put themselves into a position. Yeah. So when the but, momentum comes from the locks, the, yeah. other, props, the other props sort of crumbles. Because the, the locks essentially well. actually do the, like they call them, you know, like the engine room of the scrum. Hmm. But yeah, so, I think, so, so they they actually do a bulk of the, the pushing if you want. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, by that logic, you kind of want your, like there is kind of a tight head lock because the tight head obviously is under the most pressure, which means that he needs the Bucky slash Luke Yaga or like the Arceus Neyman. From our analogy, though, mm. the, the tight head lock would be number five. Yeah, that, that's why. That's why. And, and, and generally, the way we think of things, the number four is sort of the, the stronger lock, if you want. Yeah, that's yeah. why I was backtracking with anecdote because I did, I did the math, so I realized it didn't make any sense. <laughs> no, but, but maybe maybe Bucky's controversially scrubbed on the tight head lock. Yeah, maybe oh, Bucky's just level. scrubbed on the wrong side. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I, I think uh, yeah. As as you can probably tell, I think I'm, I'm talking bullshit by now. But anyway, there's something to it. We'll figure it out at some point. Yeah, it's someone you know, it's someone more more knowledgeable of these things than us. Yeah. Saying that I played locks, so I know it's a good, Matt played props. But what I, just, I just all I remember about lock is I had to make sure I gave them gave them my shorts properly because once they grab. <laughs> Oh, how does, a how, they grab poop oh, on their fuck I nearly slapped the guy. <laughs> uh-huh. Were you playing with um, boxes? Uh, uh, boxer briefs. Okay. Have you guys ever played rugby in boxes? No. no that sounds stupid. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like stupid. a backline move. Sorry. You, you, play, you Alex, played on the wing, Alex. Like so what the fuck? Like. Yeah, but at some point you're going to end up at the bottom of a rack, Ben. It's still a bad idea. Like. <laughs> It's the kind of mistake no. you only make once. Once, uh, so uh, I went to boarding school and we had like, um, it was sort of like a, a bag where you put all your like socks and underwear in. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. so you could just wash the entire bag because we, you know, you sent it to like the school laundry. So if each individual pair, you know, it would have just been a dog show. So so one, um, one half term, I left that bag at home in oh, Joburg. God. 
So basically, I, I only had one pair of underwear for the entire half term. Oh, Jesus. Because, like, basically the pair I came in. <laughs> I, could have so gone to, I could have gone to the school shop and bought some more, but, you know, like, I, I was on one now. What, so what, I used to wear... Was, my, what uh, age was this, Ben? I was about 15, I guess. Okay. Um, so, 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 just, so I used to wear my... I used to wear my one pair of underwear for rugby matches. Oh god. So you just got commanded yeah. to class. Well, not to class, but to do whatever. Else. Do, do like practice and yeah, yeah. I, was, I was just commander. I was just commander the whole... Yeah, I'm, basically. Sure, I'm sure I've told this before, but I, yeah, I went through a period where I would play rugby with one contact lens. Because yeah. I'd, I'd, con yeah, I'd, I'd run low on contact lenses and I've, I, felt, um, I felt bad ordering more. Because they're quite expensive, my my folks had to pay for them. So, um, I just had one left. So I just made sure that it was the one in my right eye because I was playing left wing. When the ball was coming, was this, I just kind of <laughs> turned my face. And did, but did you also have one rugby glove on your left hand? Mm. I think we have had this conversation, we but did we have this conversation on the pod though? How you trained some kid to give you his rugby glove? <laughs> I did. Ha I did have. I did. I did play a couple of games where I, I asked like the inside centre to share his gloves with me. We just had one. Uh, yes. I thought it was the coolest thing ever, guys showing up with 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 rugby clubs. That was in like grade nine or grade eight or something. When you got oh, to that, like grade, that, that was the golden era of rugby clubs. Yeah, when you got to like grade eleven, it was the fucking lamest thing you could possibly do to show up with gloves. No, no, like, it was like an admission that you didn't, you couldn't catch. Like you needed gloves to help you catch. No, but it was quite weird because I would say when, say, say in like under 14 rugby, like the more sort of shit you had, the cooler you were. You know, if you had like, yeah. if you had like compression tights and those shoulder pads and a scrum cap and rugby, those were like, fuck, this guy's so prepared for rugby. Yeah. But by the time you were sort of at under 18 level, like if you played in shoulder pads, I would be like, fucking puss. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Shoulders handle it? You need gloves. Can't you catch? You need this a gum might... god. Like, what? Are you afraid of concussion? Like, you should basically real yeah. men play rugby naked, Alex. Well, this might explain why I, I, only, I became only vaguely cool when I was like about 17, 18, because I never had anything. I had no kit whatsoever. My <laughs> folks, I didn't even have a, like, I had a cricket bat. And that was it. I didn't have pads. Oh, I had a, I had a box. But, like, I didn't have any rugby gear. I didn't have any swimming gear. I didn't have any. Um, I didn't have any cricket gear or anything like that. Like my, my folks just told me to make do. So just in, in grade eight, yeah, no, literally, like I'd have to find someone to get pads from who wasn't like batting close to me in the order kind of thing. And it was always it was quite a big source of stress. And um, I did have a gum guard because you had to have a gum guard, but I never wore it. I hated wearing my gum guard because I couldn't breathe properly with it in. And I even had a special gum guard because at one point I had braces and I refused to play with it. So I'd, I'd end up fucking up the inside of my mouth and i could end up with cuts and shit and bleeding but it was um, that was actually quite a good source of sort of intimidation because you could sort of be frothing blood from the mouth and calling out your opposite wing and be like fucking running straight for you bro and then <laughs> and then normally because he was from like gray pe or something he just laughed at you and fuck you you know <laughs> just step you four times like step chip you. over yeah. you like so it's your grave what, no, essentially what Kerman bosch did most of this weekend every time he got the ball 
I don't have direct experience of this, Alex, but I'm pretty confident someone from Dale would step you, run past you, slow down, let you catch up, just to step you again. I could I could see a wing from Dale doing that. Like, so I can, like I can tell you what Wanko did in, in one of the first team games once. Or it might have been a second team game. The fullback like basically took a sick angle at the at the line and got a short pop up from the fly half, just literally like hot knife through butter through the back line and slowed down to like a sort of almost like a trot as the opposing fullback kind of kind of came up on him, you know, like that Dylan Lades on Ben Lamb the other day, like, you know, to kind of see where's he gonna go. This guy sort of slowed down, pointed to the to the corner, like pointed to the left corner, and then just did like a little goosey and then accelerated. And just rounded the, the other fullback. Oh, just, he so like, just like call, called him out mid-game, yeah. basically. Exactly, called him out, told him where he was going to go, and then just fucking burnt the shit out of him on his way to scoring a try. I mean, obviously, that, that, it's, it's these capes of like both yeah, teams. That, it doesn't matter what team you're from. Both teams were just like hyping from the stands yo, and like going mad. That, 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 that's, that's so Eastern Cape. That is... <laughs> Just, that was brilliant. Did, did, yeah. did, did Lionel Cronier just walk out from the tunnel starting a slow clap? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's like, this, is, this is the cauldron that, that a Piwet Janchi was, was forged in, so yeah. you can't be surprised he steps three Kaguar. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Okay. Spe- right. Speaking we of talking being... About Oh, yeah, just just point of story. Like, obviously, we've just been nailing points about Kerwin Bosch. Yeah. I think it's a bad decision. Yeah, it is a bad decision. What about Leland yeah. Zass joining him? How's that? Because that's also... Uh, so but Zeeland he's just Zass, come from there. Yeah, Zeeland, Leland Zass is looking at coming back because he's realized that he's standing behind Nkosi and Mapimpi if he's ever going to get a chance to start. God, these guys just need to figure out where they want to go. But, maybe, uh, but he's not that good, so... No, no, I'm just saying he's sort of a footnote on this article. Yeah, but, but the thing is, Ben, like, he's better than SP Pereira, right? Yeah. So, um, that, like, how good do you need to be? To be better than SP. But, like, loads of people, I reckon if you look at if you look at Varsity Cup, I would bet both Stellenbosch wings, both UCT wings, and both UWC wings are better than SP Maria. Yeah, I think so, too. But the point is at, that at, just at playing wings. So, so like, yo, like, what does it mean being better than SP Maria? That doesn't mean you're going to play ahead of him. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. If I was Leland Zass, I'd, I'd maybe consider, like, the, the Cheetahs or the Kings. Yeah. Although they've, they've got... Kings they've have got, got potent. They've got good wings. Yeah. The, the Cheetahs have... What's his name? Uh, uh, Mark... What's his name? <laughs> Mani... Oh. No, I watched him play. He's fucking heat. He's he's the head of the the Pro 14 try scoring. Um, My pimpy. <laughs> yeah, Bristol. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a whole no, season no, no. later. <laughs> do, do you guys know who it is? And you just fucking with me? No, or I are don't. You, I uh, don't. So you. Uh, I kind of do, but I'm enjoying this. Oh God, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, this, I think it's a name I can't say. Um, Come on, give it the old Adam try. Yeah, no, no, but I haven't found it written down yet. I'm also just looking for it because I I think I know, but I just want to make sure. I'm on the Cheetah's Twitter. Because they they just had a thing on him saying how he was leading the. uh, Oh, Rubs, Rubs, Rubs Maxwane. Okay. Is he leading the tournament or is he leading their try scoring? Oh, Maxwane. Currently top no, try scorer in Pro 14 with a five try buffer over his closest rivals. Jesus, that's a. Mm. 
But uh, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, so I, presume, I presume he's going the Sharks next year. Yeah, I think he used to play fly half. Actually, wow. Um, let me double check this because I think yeah, guys were talking about him on Twitter and basically being saying, oh, you know, it's another case of a guy who who should be playing like in his best position, but he's being forced onto the wing. Possibly for, you know, let's be honest, possibly for racial reasons. Like, there does seem to be a bit of a trend of guys, you know, coming from Eastern Cape, for example, who are very talented at playing fly-off, but then they're also fantastic athletes. And then the coaches at provincial level or club level will be like, oh, you're so fast, you therefore have to be a wing. Mm. And not really considering, like, their actual full skill set. Um but yeah, no, he's but he's been doing really well. Like he, yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm sorry if he's a top try scorer in Pro 14, maybe the coach has one right. Maybe, but I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Just because he's doing well in, in wing doesn't mean he couldn't be doing even better. Because I'm pretty sure you yeah, put yeah, Bowden yeah. Barrett on wing, he'd also must probably be quite high up on the wing. Yeah, yeah. I, but I guess you're not using their full. You're not using skills. their compliment. Yeah. yeah. Also, I might I might again, be wrong about you know, it. Like, I, might, I might be thinking of someone else. So, yeah, don't take it for granted. But anyway. Cool. Let's. I think we've we've spent more than enough time on, on this. Cohen Bosch, yeah. <laughs> on Zealand, Zealand, Zachary Cohen Bosch. We, we 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 like we start talking about Cohen Bosch within thirty seconds. We talk about loose and tight head locks. Like only only this <laughs> podcast can achieve that level of sidetrack. Eh? Okay, yeah. this shouldn't lead us to any sort of sidetrack, except that we have mentioned Eastern Cape three times, and that's bad news in Border. That Border Rugby Union has finally closed their doors. And they yeah, don't operate out of Buffalo City Stadium anymore and for various reasons. Basically just financial reasons, actually. They're under mm. administration and so forth. I like it the Sport24 called it an iconic... St- they were forced to I- vacate the iconic stadium last week. What, in Buffalo City? Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't know that I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, I was also going to say. Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, it's really, really sad. Like, I don't know. They, we've seen it coming, so it's it's not a surprise to anyone. But mm. I don't know. Like, this this just feels like a prime, a prime candidate for privatization. Like, I, I think we have we have discussed this maybe even in the context of the Stormers could the, uh, with their financial troubles. Could but the basically, I don't see why we don't. You know, Saru doesn't say open up a bidding, like open up a tender and say, before we close the doors on this union and have to start again from scratch, like, is there any, you know, second greatest uh, rugby company in the whole wide world? Because, I mean, fuck, they what, like three hours drive away? They could most probably commute and run both. Yeah, if they had the money, I don't know. But it's worth a try. Like, and, I mean, border rugby, we just, as we've just been discussing, like, it's a source of, of, you know, so many people's rugby nostalgia mm-hmm. and it's, so where so many, I mean, all the players we just actually, you know, Leland's ass, I think, might be. Is he from the Western Cape? Yeah. Bosch is from. Bosch is from Port Elizabeth. But yeah, Bosch is from Port Elizabeth. All the Dale guys uh, you're Rubs, talking about should be up from that. Yeah, area. Rubs went, went to Dale. So, yeah, like so many of uh, Apiwa Janji. Uh, like, it's it's such a hotbed for talent in South Africa. And, like, to cut the, the umbilical cord on a region like that is. It's just so far of a step in the opposite direction to what we should be doing. Um, so, but, yeah. but, so, 
this is so this is just the senior team that's gone. They'll they'll yeah. still put out a Craven Week side and stuff. Yeah, it seems so, but yeah, so Border Rugby Union has closed. I don't know. I mean so if, I don't know how deep down Border Rugby Union goes, yeah. I would assume that, Yo, that, that you, they would organize the, the Craven Weeks. I don't know. But if, if they don't, then I guess all those guys will have to turn out for the Eastern Cape. And so, Jesus, that's going to be the most stacked Eastern. Because yeah, Graves. Yeah, but then think like, of all the guys who don't get to play. Then like the reason they split at Eastern Cape and Border in the first place was yeah. because there were so many schools, like so many talent. So it's the same as like Borland and Western Province, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like you do it just too. And also, the unfortunate truth is that if you do that, if you do combine them, the chances are that the great the great PE boys are still going to be the ones who Take get preferred to the guys from Salborn and Dale. Yeah, well, especially if the team sort of based in the based in yeah, East, uh, PE or East London or whatever. And a lot of the time, the, the a lot of the time, the at least it used to be, the Eastern Cape Craven Week team was like the former um, Grey high school coach. Uh, um, so he would like know a lot more of the great players and I mean yeah. we always used to complain about it at St Andrews like the fact that that was the reason why we never got a look at yeah you it, guys were it, yeah, it wasn't true like we just didn't have the talent but yeah. like very seldom would, would St Andrews produce a Craven Week player um, so when we were in grade 12 Tiger was selected and that was a very sort of rare occurrence um, and he <laughs> it's actually quite a good story now that we're on this um, so he, the Craven Week fixtures were on the same weekend as our um, annual uh, derby match against Kingswood, which is not really that much of a derby match because at that point we'd beaten them for, I think, 11 years in a row or something. But it's the weekend where all the parents come and watch and like all the old boys come. So we have our uh, sort of 10, we had our 10 year reunion on the same weekend as, as Kingswood, the K Day. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't it K Day? Yeah, it's K Day, so it's, you know, it's a big game time, and everything, yeah. and like, and all the all the parents come and watch and everything, and then we celebrate beating them yet again. Um, obviously, <laughs> since, well, since I left there, we actually have lost them a few times, including when I was there for our ten-year reunion. It was quite depressing, but anyway, so Tiger wasn't going to be there because he was at Craven Week, and um, he was like head and shoulders our best player because we had a really a really crap team in my matricula. And um, sorry if any of the guys are listening, but it's true. And uh, they can send us an email. <laughs> and uh basically one of the parents one of the richer parents which is saying something um organized like a like a chartered flight for for tiger back <laughs> fly back from oh, wherever they were playing Craven week to grahamstown's little air, air, airport airfield. or whatever and like a, a yeah a little airfield outside outside of next to the army camp yeah of course yeah, and then and then paid like you know got like a chauffeur or whatever like someone to fucking rush him to the game, and literally uh, it's like almost like something out of a movie. Like we were losing to to Kingswood um, at halftime, and then Tiger shows up fresh from Craven Week, playing Craven Week that morning, <clears throat> changes into his school jersey, <clears throat> came on the field and won the game for us in the last like fifteen minutes or something. Surely the other school so, complains. Or did you guys just play the player down? Yo, wouldn't wouldn't you have to declare your Oh, so so they, they they put him in the twenty three. Yeah, they put him on the bench and then just the he showed up halfway through. Yeah, yeah, twenty two. That, yeah. that, that's 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 ridiculous. It is ridiculous, but whatever. We got to keep our record. I, I remember <laughs> in in my in my matric year, our first team was they were unbeaten when we were playing Maritzburg College, which is like fuck, mm. it's like four or five times the size of my class. Mm. And we played Maritzburg College on the on like SA Schools weekend. 
so we didn't have Lambie, we didn't have Ross Grenier, we didn't have um, fuck. Then I think Mark Richards got injured, like that that Friday at captain's practice or whatever. And and, and the fuckers from Maritzburg College ended our unbeaten run. It was uh, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't. That was the year after Don. Hey? Don was 2006. Yeah, yeah, Don was 2006. This was 2007. Okay. Okay. okay cool. Yeah. All right. So, I think we've, <laughs> we've we've spoken enough in speak, detail speaking, about the border officers. No, 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 just just on on. So now we're on school. Did you see that article about? Sorry, I should have shared it. About how now in the free state players have to pay to go to the Craven Week trials. Yes, I saw something about that. Yeah, that is bullshit. That, that is, some, is that's a major, major bullshit. I'm really pissed off yeah. about that because that's essentially yeah. just for Gray's sake. Yo, yeah, yeah. Well, it's because I think then some schools, like I think Gray Bloom or whatever, they pay for their own players because whatever, like you know, they 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 pay like I think, but it's not. It's relatively cheap, I guess you'd say, because it's, it's 500 rand a player. Yeah, but still, I mean, fuck, 500 but, rand. No, no, but like, like you know, when, when you're, say, when you're, you know, if you go to, if your parents aren't well off, that's a, that's a ding. And then it's a, it's a risk as well. It's not like you pay 500 rand to make the team. You pay 500 rand to go to the trials. Yeah. Yeah. And then already these guys from smaller schools have it stacked against them because, you know, the coaches go and watch the big schools. Yeah. And now they yeah. must also pay for this like outside chance. No, it's bullshit. No, it is yeah. it is ridiculous. And like it's such a major barrier to all the players that we've spoken about at length who don't get the opportunity to go to Craven Week in the first place. So, you know, if we are saying, Oh, it would be really good if, if Craven Week was more inclusive and that more teams did scouting to pick up players, this is the complete opposite. They're like, Fuck it, we're not gonna go scouting. We're gonna tell you to identify yourself using money. So yeah. yeah, that's that's some real bullshit. Mm. Anyway, <clears throat> did you like? So I was reading yesterday on Twitter um, about Beast. Like everyone was obviously giving him mad props as they should because <laughs> props. mad props. Happy birthday! Oh, yeah. Like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, so he's now he's now become <laughs> the most mad, mad, mad props. So so they they gave him Pierre Schoolman. These crazy guys, the Castro Giovanni, they just gave him all the maddest props. Talking about um you know, like what a what a fantastic find he's been for um for Sharks Rugby. And someone was saying that he was discovered by Russi. Fuck wait, have I got this wrong? God, I'm um, all over the place. Let's just let's just say let's just assume I'm correct, and if I'm wrong, then whatever. It's still a good. It's still a good story. He was discovered by Russi. He was story. using. He was using a mobile, like a Moby unit, where yeah, they so would travel around the country. And I'm not convinced that I'm actually thinking of of someone think, like. You're thinking of Lacanio Arm. He was drafted. Yes. Through. Oh fuck! There it is. Sorry. Lacanio Arm was shock. drafted with the with the yeah. Moby, so Moby guys, unit. So guys were giving Lucanio um mad centers on Twitter yesterday and basically saying that he was discovered by Rossi's mobile unit that traveled around the country looking for talent. Exactly, you know. Um, yeah, Beast was discovered by Gary Gold, I think. Yeah. No, but but can, can I just say with Beast because Beast is obviously Zimbabwean, okay? Mm. He went to Peter House, which is a very good private school in Zimbabwe. Yeah, yeah. and then he. And then he made Zim schools, and Zim schools play in Craven Week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
and from that, obviously, his career started rolling. But yeah. I would say you have more chance of making it for a South African franchise as a Zimbabwean who's gone to a private school than as a South African who's gone to a government school. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. an unknown government school. Which, if you think about it, that's fucking straight up bullshit. It is. Yeah, it's complete bullshit. Yeah. None of us are going <clears> to <throat> argue with you on that point, Ben. Yeah. Oh, I was hoping we... to make a big, a big call sponsored by ATA. No, 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 no. uh, that's like a tiny WhatsApp message. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's message. like a please, Spo- call, me. please by... call me, but you've typed in like half the message and where you're supposed to type your name. Just type like, please call me at, pick me up at school, please, mom. <laughs> God, man, you, you, you played the game, eh? It's cell phone providers hate him. Discover this one simple trick. trick. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, let's, let's get going. We're speaking wasting a lot of time. Speaking of efficient cost-cutting measures, uh, Saru announced that they are eventually almost in the black. <clears throat> Good. Yeah. Yeah, so, sorry, as, as, the, as the, the, the group accountant here. Yeah. Um, Your turn to shine. I, I couldn't find I couldn't find the financial statements, and I'll make a comment on this when I see them. But be wary of these sort of things because sometimes how you get in the black is you basically just sell something, like you sell the cow, and then suddenly you have what massive profits in one year. So I, I don't know mm. if they've done this, mm. but if you just if you just sell a few assets, you can kind of create the illusion that your company's going well. But it's not really sustainable. So, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully this is this is good news, and um, they have genuinely turned it around. But we, when I when I look at the accounts, I, I can give the the official pod opinion on this. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'd be surprised, like, because there's so much going wrong in rugby at the moment, like not just locally, but I'd be really surprised that they were somehow able to, like, and it's a big turnaround because I think in. 2000, they made a 15 million rand loss, mm. and now they're saying they made a two million. So that's a big. Actually, I guess yeah. maybe the kind of numbers they're dealing with. Let, let me look at the financial statements and then I'll, I'll present a report. Okay. Okay, yeah. that sounds good. Yeah. So sorry, done. And then the l- sort of last bit of important news. Speaking of being in the black, Chili Boy Ralapelle. Chili Boy Ralapelle's B sample came back as positive for a, the band substance Zeranol. Mm. So yeah. Silly Boy Ralapelle. No, come on. Were we really ex- like I know we were kind of giving him the benefit of the doubt when we were like, oh no, yeah. but I think deep in our in our minds we were like, listen, once it drugs you, to, you are. yeah, like. I saw some things saying like Chili Boys being targeted and whatever, but I'm pretty sure all these guys get tested at you, some point. So I don't. The thing is, that. you get, you get, targeted is the right word. You do get targeted when you've mm. got a history of it. Yeah, exactly. Like like, I don't you... blame them. I don't blame them for checking him again. Yeah, like, makes sense. But yeah. I, I don't know. Like I, I don't know. Did we give him the benefit of the doubt? Like I, we I made fun of him. But no, no. I think when we found out that thing about that B sample and the sharks were backing him, we were like, okay, let let's wait and see. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I was like, yeah, it sounds like he's pretty guilty. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, classic. No, one of those classic Alex. Spoke this classic Alex. There, there's a there, <laughs> classic there, there's a there's a thing about. I hope he tries to defend himself because there's a story about a cyclist. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he tested positive for. I think it was a very similar thing to 
to Chili Boy. And it's basically, it's also a supplement they give cows yeah. to make them, um, to, to, it's like an antibiotic thing they give to cows, like a steroid, okay. to make them grow mm. properly or prevent diseases, you know, like standard. Yeah. It's like antibiotic. So once, yeah, so one cyclist tested positive <clears throat> to this, for this, and he said, he said, no, um, his defense was no, it's actually because I've been eating a lot of veal. I've been eating a lot of beef. And mm. that's why that's why the supplement's been appearing in my blood. So everyone was yeah. like, mm, mm, you know, that makes sense. <laughs> then in his case, the anti-doping agency proved that for him to have that amount of it in his blood, he would have to eat 40 cows a day every day. <laughs> <laughs> Which I feel like I feel like if anyone's gonna be able to prove that they eat 40 cows a day. It's going to be a front row player in South Africa. Yeah, Chili Boy should make that case. Vulcolo flies under the radar by eating 40 cows a day. 38. He's like, guys, I'm holding back. I'm only eating 38. It's like they say, if you eat X number of bananas, you're going to die of like nuclear radiation poisoning. Yeah. Yeah, so. uh, anyway, so I, I, I don't know, like, for my own amusement, I hope he tries to defend it and shit like that happens in the <laughs> case. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think I think uh, Chili Boy is done, which is a pity because he was touted as a great and he never yeah. reached anywhere near the highest issue. Every time he got momentum, because this is like the third time he got cuffed, and it's like every time he sort of gets some momentum, it comes out that, ah, this momentum was built on the back of... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Like, yeah. obviously, the you could like he had so, a lot of pressure put on him, and yeah. like you could see, like I can yeah. see why he did it in a way, but that doesn't justify it at all. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm like I'm really. I've always wondered how much difference it really makes, but anyway, because like you yeah. see no, guys, it's, 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 you, it's you not like Chili Boy was throwing people around the field or whatever. So, but also, I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel. Like, you you get so many guys, and, like, we always talk about guys in the game who are so kind of unassuming. Like, look at look at Scott Britz, for example. Okay, I mean, okay, maybe he's a bad example because he's got his own kind of skill set. But, like, I don't know, someone like, um, like, an like let's say, I don't know, like, yeah, like, um, let's say Josh Man Ray for the Brumbies, right? Oh, like, man. Josh Man Ray, like, you'd walk past him and just think he was, like, the local butcher or something. Like, he doesn't look like a professional athlete. Mm. You don't have to be like that. So, I don't know, like, it's just, I don't see why guys necessarily push their bodies to that extent in something like rugby, where there's so much else that you can focus on for performance. Like, you can work on your skill set, you can work on, you know, your technique, and especially, like, in a position like hooker, where you've got a guy like Marx, for example, who's, like, God's gift to fucking rugby physically, but, you know, has a tendency sometimes, let's be honest, to miss his lineouts. You know, there's clearly, it's not just how you look that's going to define how well you play. So... I don't know. I don't know. I'm going down a bit of a yeah, yeah, you're right. There, there, there's like sort of take. There, there's more that there's more than one way to crack an egg in yeah, almost in every position in rugby. Like you can, you know, you can be a vet, you can be like Shane Williams, <laughs> or you can be like um, Nyavora. Yeah. Both um, of them are effective in their own ways, but they're very different. So yeah, I agree. Like I think you're a lot better focusing on your own strengths as a player. Trying to iron out, kind of getting anything you weak at to sort of the a standard, yeah. Yeah. and then yeah. focusing on your strength. Like that's what Skulk Brits has done basically. He's like, yo, fine, I'm not going to run you over. 
Yeah. But I know, like, I've got the the hands mm-hmm. of a fly half, and I've worked, and yeah. he's worked on that. So unless, like, unless Chili Boy is told specifically by coaches, oh, Chili Boy, you're too small, you're too weak, or something. No, I can see South African coaches saying that. Yeah. Cla- Who classic, knows? classic, classic SA coaches. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Okay, Should we so move on? Yeah, let's move on. What have I got left here? Uh, Games, I think. Great. Crusaders officially announced that they are going to change the name and no longer be called Crusaders. Just by the by. That's, I think, it really. There's nothing really to say. We've discussed uh, this think- topic. I I think this is going to trickle down, and the Highlanders are going to have to change their name as well. Then no, the Highlanders nah. have no. The Highlanders have a weird like, like tie to Scotland and that. Like there is like yeah. weird Scottish mythology tied to that part of New Zealand. Oh, but uh, yeah. like someone's going to come <laughs> and say, oh no, the Highlanders raped and pillaged some English village, or watch, watch. Uh, maybe, but I, I don't know. Like the Highlanders is, is like a geographical thing. Like they're literally yeah. just the Scotsmen from the Highlands. Like it, with the Crusaders were, you know, not just a particular group of English people. I mean, they weren't even English. They were from all across the Holy Empire, or whatever. What do they call it? Christendom? Christendom? Christendom. Yeah, exactly. Christendom. Oh, Christendom. <laughs> what, so what do you mean, Christchurch? So, <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. I mean, that's the thing. Like yeah. and. I don't know. Like, there's a good argument to be made that before they start talking about changing the, the name of the rugby team, they should probably look at changing the name of the town. Yeah. But anyway, we've done this to death. We've we yeah. as long as they keep they keep the horses, oh. we're fine. So so, yeah, so, so, so you, you think they could be called the Christchurch Holy Jesuses? <laughs> yeah. The problem, with, like, with, the problem with calling yourself the Holy Jesus is you are going to drop so many balls because it's going to slip through that hole in your palm. Also, it's a redundant. I, I, don't, I don't know how good your your Bible studies is, but that hold in his palm was not rugby ball size. In my mind, in my mind, yeah. he had lots, it's not he like had I'm hands in the Bible, like but Jesus had lids. massive hands. His hands were the size yeah. of dustbins. <laughs> yeah, they, they did. They didn't bother to point it out, but yeah. You don't see it so much covered in the pictures. They were because they were like shy about how big they had to draw his hands the whole time, so they sort of hide yeah. his hands in in paintings and that. It's like the up, it's like the opposite of Charlie Charlie's uncle and all of a sudden he's an adult. His hands were too big. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right, yeah. next. Yeah, that that. Uh, let's move on. To, speaking of the Highlanders, let's move on to the games. I think since probably the fairest. And mm. I think let's call this the game of the weekend. I think I'm happy to call it that. I think Waratahs Blues was the game of the weekend, even though I didn't watch it. <laughs> Ben. <laughs> Classic Ben. I have an opinion of a thing I haven't seen. Um, Which one no, created the uh, title highlights package? Yeah, well, so, uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. Like, the... I, I actually do think that this was the game of the weekend, but only because my players in the Blues Waratahs played like dog shit. Ah, there's one of those moments. Okay, no fair. Yeah. Okay. Um, do, 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 do you want to do you want a tip to fantasy success, Alex? Um, you should have drafted Severis. Yeah, well, I would have if you hadn't already him in your team. Good. Yeah. I mean, I, I genuinely, I was like, when I saw he was starting, I was like, fuck, Severis, this is going to be great. And then I saw Ben still held on to him inexplicably from like yep. three weeks ago when ben, he last played again. It's because I tried to ben get rid of him, but then I had that whole fuck up with Kramer when I accidentally drafted him. Ben is a player limpet by accident. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like I, know I keep I'm on a... trying to get rid of Severis, but he just keeps on crawling back to me. <laughs> I know I'm a manager who does it as well, but Ben's like the best of them because he get he hangs on to a guy who scores him 100 points every now and then. 
Yeah, but I would say, like, looking back now, like, it was obviously a good decision. Like, at the time, I was like, what the fuck are you doing, Ben? Yeah, at the time, you're like, <laughs> God damn it, Matt, why did you not pick Kramer? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, was, yeah well, no. You were just well, trying to burn Tremor me. Tremor hasn't paid off at all. Fuck, that guy's a penalty machine. Yeah. yeah. I've Although, got him in the yeah. B League. I looked at Fox this morning, and they haven't even got a... Ortego Desio doesn't even have his year or anything. He's just got a dash next to his name. Like, they've got stats. <laughs> he's made runs and tackles, but it's just like... His score totals just dash. Mm. That, that, that <laughs> like... I think that's, that is one of the biggest skill drop... Well, like, talent drop-offs in, in, in any back three. Because Lazan is good... Matera is world class, mm-hmm. and then Ortega Desio is fucking just he was, bang average. He was actually a bit above average last year. He's having a bad season this year, I reckon. But uh, let's talk. Speaking of let's, let's talk about talk, the game we're actually yeah. On. Let's talk about the yeah, Highlanders sorry, and So speaking of bang yeah. average out, outside, uh, not outside back, back rowers, Adi Zavier picked up two tries. Both of oh, them good. were f- oh, the ah oh, these were disgusting. They, both of them were not. It Adi wasn't Zavier. a very they weren't yeah, they severe tries. Odd. They were like they're Julian Julian severe tries. But maybe the, the manager of Toulon is right. And actually, <laughs> Arnie and Julian merged into one person and then like the fucking dead shell fucked off to Toulon. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. Did Arnie just take his Horcrux back from Julian and Julian's now running around with half his spirit in front somewhere? <laughs> But yeah, God, yes. how good is Julian? How good is Adi Sevier? I was so I, was, I had this conversation on Twitter with someone uh, about whether he might be in line for captaincy of the All Blacks uh, in the post Reed era. I like that. Um, but the first question I think we have to answer is, well, what position does he play? Because I really like him as an eighth man, but he is on the light side. He's yeah. he's he's just under 100, 100 kgs. But the thing is, I don't think that matters because he doesn't mean... play light. Yeah, he plays like a hard, like one of the harder. Yeah. So I, I think they should. But I don't, I don't know if does he do because because there there is more to because I think these days we we tend to kind of think eighth man and blindside flank are relatively relatively interchangeable. You know, like we we saw Crusaders do it with uh, where to Douglas where they just popped him. On but there is a lot of work. Like Dwayne Vermeulen is your he's a classic eighth man. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. Yeah, and he does mean, a lot of work getting back, a lot of work, because he plays uh, like, he, plays he really, because you, mm-hmm. no, but I mean, your eighth man should be walking the line between a forward and a back line player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so don't, but it, it's I, really difficult because you need, you need to have, you need to be at least, okay, minimum, bare minimum 100 kgs, yeah. preferably like about, 110. You've got to be able to win. Curiosity. How, about, how big is Whiteley? Whiteley's over 100, but not by much, I don't think. Because he's tall. But, but the thing is, Whiteley's 6'4", six, 6'5", six, six, yeah, whatever, yeah, so he yeah. can... So, like, that's yeah. the thing. Like, you need to you need to tip the scales, like... Pre- ideally, you need to tip the scales, like, between 105 and 110. But you need to have the mobility and the engine to be winning a collision. And then when you lose the next ruck, weirdly, you're the guy who's back to receive the kick. Because, yeah. like, we've seen how, how many times, like, Dwayne Fumulin's back receiving the kick with the... The fullback or whatever, so that he can get or like I'm a Naki Mafia. Remember how like how many meters he gets just from running the ball back? Yeah. Uh, so it's like this weird mix of like mobility and size, and yeah. But like, but I also, generally you don't have a specialist eight on the bench because it's a waste of a it's a waste of a position. So generally you have to play eighty as well. Okay. Cool. Um, you just close the door. Sorry, I was. Hello. 
distracted. I'm here. Did, did we just all keep quiet at the same time, or did no, we? No, kind no, of... no. I was listening no, no, I was, to Alex I was having you. a side conversation. I was, I was listening to the entire household having a side convo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So it yeah, is a bit of a. It's a very, it's a very specialist position. So, and to be honest. I think a lot of teams ju- just think they can slot someone in there. Like, I think Australia with Pocock. Fuck, they have no playing idea Playing Pocock at eight, they've actually missed a trick. Because I sort of yeah. see what they're doing. They're trying to squeeze Hooper and Pocock into the same uh, back row. Yeah. Mm. But you're losing a lot of what a pure eighth man like Higginbotham or McCaffrey uh, or, yeah. or hopefully, hopefully Nicerani would mm. could offer them. Well, I guess Nasirani isn't really in consideration. I think so, he is. You know, no, but I mean, last year he obviously wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even like, even like Samu or whatever. Yeah. Who, fuck, what have they done to Samu? Huh? Um, yeah, I mean, they've obviously got it. Like, it feels almost like a Kerwin Bosch situation where he's come over specifically for an opportunity and then they've been like, cool, well, I hope you don't mind benching while Rob Valentini plays ahead of you. And, then, uh, and yeah. he's like, well, you know, can, can Rob Valentini please show me his Wallaby caps and his Super Rugby t- uh, trophies? Because what the fuck? But no, yeah, not. I don't know. Anyway, um, so any last thoughts from this game? This game was heat. The fuck, we, if you watch the highlights, yeah, the highlights no, were definitely this, worth this game. It was it was played at a like a like mm. an unbelievable pace and intensity. Yeah. Uh, um, thought, maybe not, maybe intensity intensity is the wrong word, but no, it was it was like it was it, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was like frantic, yeah. Yeah, it was frenetic. Like it was quite a hectic. You know, but uh, but I mean, like if we we say intensity, and then someone from Ireland points out that there were 450 <laughs> tackles in Ulster v Leinster, yeah. and then yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah, Super Rugby isn't that intense. No, but they're 400 and something tackles, but they're all standing like on the on the fucking advantage line, so they're only running like two meters and then getting tackled. Oh, I really think they start, have to start enforcing the offside rule in in, in, the UK. in Europe. But yeah, yeah anyway. No, but like you can say, cool. that, I'd argue this game was intense maybe, cause maybe because maybe the Brexit deal, if they can say refs now enforce the offside line. Yeah. What's um, the next game? Next game is Alex's game of the week, Reds v Stormers. Uh, Jesus. Yeah, it's, I I, I specifically scheduled a meeting for this during this at the office. Uh, I was not following it at all. Yeah, th- this was this was this this one. This, the... it's, similar, it's a similar pattern to the Blues because the Stormers started out. You like, okay, they on it, they on it, they on it, but they just don't have any. What I don't know, like if it's killer insect, or, but they just feel really, they just feel so toothless. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they they get into positions and you're like, okay, cool, try time. No, like they well, knock they don't it have on the tools. or. The last yeah. man gets tackled, or do you know? Do you know what the Stormers need? They need a, a wing like Nayavara. Oh yes. Yeah. Someone you can just give the ball to and just runs in a straight line. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because there. you just need someone who basically knows how to get over the try line. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, nothing fancy. Yeah. Don't fuck around. Just you know, take this, put it there. Yeah. Uh, in in the Reds defense, like I think sometimes we the red the Reds were the Reds were solid. Uh, Take McDermott was really good. Take McDermott's a, a, a gem. I think he's going to be the find of the season, actually. Yeah, because he's former sevens. He had a few really good breaks. His passing was solid. Scored a Put try. In a few very, very, very like clever kicks. I was, I thought he was, uh, mm. he was, he was really good. 
Ja, he's in yeah. the 60s on Fantasy as well. Yeah. Yeah, I guess Scrum Off score, like, you gotta, your Scrum Off now, because of the passing points, almost always scores 30. If no, you have a yeah. starting no, Scrum no, Off, no. Just you got try, ben, ben, try having Richie Mwanga in your, as your scrum, scrum Off. Ach, not Scrum Off. Richie play. Mwanga? I yeah. wish Richie Mwanga played uh, Who's who? Yeah. Who's your Scrum Off? This week I had Booth, and was probably sitting on about 15. But that's because he was benching. Like, yeah. No, he's one of my. Specific... Get a starting scrum off, it might be better. <laughs> Look, who needs a starting oh. scrum off? I mean, I'm of that opinion now. Well, clearly you do. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Yeah. No, um, no. Yeah, uh, and then uh, Higgerty actually had a good game. Hmm. Was it Higgerty? Yeah, Higgerty played really well. Don't say that out loud, Ben. You're just inviting. What kinds of demons? Yeah, and and just to figure out, he's gonna be he's gonna be throwing some trade <laughs> offers around. Do you want Higgity, man? Do you want Higgity? <laughs> yeah, you want a bit of Higgity, 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 Higgity. Yeah? Higgity, Higgity. Uh, like 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 Magmire with Higgity, but instead Higgity, Higgity. Hey guy. Um, yeah, and then um, their pack hold up well. The Reds. I thought they were just gonna get. Comp- yeah. Um, I thought they were just gonna get completely completely manhandled but they actually they they did all right and then um my my personal highlight of the game was um they showed a they showed a picture of tani elitupo's calves (laughs) and the commentator said if those were any bigger they would be cows <laughs> which, which I thought was a, which I thought was a, probably the the, the commentary moment of the year. <laughs> oh God. Oh, yeah, but but the storm is saying that I'm battling to pinpoint who actually played badly. Oh, um, SP Marie obviously missing that well, kick. And yeah, so it's, I mean, Sia Kalisi got a yellow, right? Which was yeah, it doesn't help. That's not. I don't, a, I don't think that was a good. I don't think that was a good yellow though. I didn't see it, but it's it's just no, not but great. It was, it was like it was a repeated infringement yellow, but it was mm. like. It was like on halfway, and he just got a bit caught up. Like, it wasn't like a deliberate. He made a tackle, and he just kind of got tangled in it a bit. And then, uh, obviously, SP Maria missed a kick right in front of Pauls, and then tried to pretend that he had an injury when everyone knew he didn't because he'd only been on the field for two minutes. Classic SP. Uh, yeah. uh, just, just, just SP Maria owners. Um, he might be injured to so trade him. <laughs> The mythical species of SP Maria owners. That's great. Yeah, yeah. He's the only person who's ever owned SP Maria in our league is Nick. And he's had him like four times. He keeps on just trading him away and picking him up again. Yeah. To, be um, fair, to be fair, he had him like he had him two years ago when he was actually good. Oh, and he's good, yeah, yeah. That would be. Mm. Oh. So I can't read um, off. I've got Masariwa in my team this, season, this week. No, oh, fuck. Masariwa's cooking. Yeah. I might be a week later. I think I'm on de- decline Masariwa. Is Masariwa the old summer, the new Samaki? No. No. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat, I'd swap them. As soon as, as, soon as uh, old Brown realizes he's made a mistake and, and brings him back. Yeah. Okay. Onwards and upwards. Yes. Onwards and upwards. Well, not upwards for me. Fuck. Yeah, sorry, Ben. <laughs> not quite upwards for you. Sorry, guys. I lost you. Lost you for a second there. Oh, no, uh, can I just add that? Uh... Yeah. Oh, Hello. Hello. Alex. Yeah. Uh, kind of. My my net is being a bit unreliable, but uh, I just wanted to add that uh, Damien Valimso was really disappointing. 
shame, yeah. Um, yeah, um, but uh, Damien Dialender was very good. He was okay. You, you got to measure. You got to measure Damien Dialender by his own yardstick, and by that yardstick, he was he was okay. Yeah, no, I, no, I thought he so. played a very. But the problem is he's he's playing like, he's playing a very complete game now. He's playing like a fly half, and they don't need him to play like a fly half. They need him to play like Damien Dialender. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Next. Next one is Ben Ben's saddest day. day. Oh, Lions, fuck Lions losing five forty two to the Sharks. Oh god. Uh, luckily for me it was pissing with rain, so my DSTV cut out when the Lions were about I think nineteen points down, so I just went to bed. My favorite my, I think my favorite tweet I saw out of the whole out of all of this was guys, you're not a real Sharks fan if you don't think if you're not sitting here thinking the Lions are going to come back from a 25-0 deficit. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I thought it... No, but... Oh, God. The Lions, like, everything was going wrong. Like, it was just... But maybe this is a shark specialty because, you know, the fabled Durban humidity. Yeah, pressing with now the rain. The, li- the, li- the Lions struggled to play in the rain, but the Sharks were like, wow, the ball's so easy to handle. Like, well, the rain just washes all the humidity <laughs> off. <laughs> Mm. Yeah. Um, what, one, what, what, one thing like um, the Sharks had a mall where they they just sort of the dump the jumper kept on like dummying and moving out of the line out and then mm. so by the time the guy caught the ball and landed they were all sort of behind the jumper ready to maul already but I thought that wasn't allowed I thought if a player stepped out the scrum off had to step in because you can't have two people in the scrum half position. Mm. I don't know. No, I, don't I don't know, know enough like... about the, the rules of malls and line outs to be able to comment, but it did seem a bit weird. Yeah, um, but yeah, Ku and Bosch, from what I've seen, had a, had a had an excellent game. But it's the kind of game that suits them. Because remember we were talking about it uh, probably last year, saying with... Because Ku and Bosch, remember, won a young junior player of the year. Yeah. And then Alex was saying, like, yeah, but it's actually a bit of a misnomer because at the Junior World Championship, no one's very prepared. So it becomes a bit helter-skelter. And players like Ku and Bosch thrive in an open game. Mm. And that's actually what that game was. It was very open, very loose. The Lions were making a lot of errors. And that allowed Ku and Bosch to, to play his natural game and really cut through. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Who had Bosch in our league out of curiosity? Nobody. Nobody's got him. I don't think anyone has Bosch. Fuck, it's like 200. And I, don't think, I don't think anyone will pick him up either, to be honest. Like, uh, I think this was an anomaly. Yeah, this definitely I might won. get him just because my, my second fly-off is currently Elton Yankees, and he got me minus four points. <laughs> oh, solid. Solid. I would have yeah, been better off with Steven Perifeta. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was thinking that was, like, with Crema, I would have been better off playing Hulu. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Yeah, well, that's why you can't play him. You can't name him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, 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 my pimpy scored some nice tries. Scored two good tries. But he also had a lot of good sort of work rate just on the field as well. Mm-hmm. And then I, I thought Am, Am had a, had a field day. He looked like he had a... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he always does. Lot He's of so time, good. lots of clever little passes creating space outside creating space inside like it was very very good yeah um and then 
Yeah, the lines are the lines are pretty piss poor to be honest. Yeah, no. Mm. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't know what happened to the lines in that game. Sorry, guys, my internet's yeah, but, internet's being but very is, unreliable, is, so I don't want to. I can This stop. is this is my this is my sort of my my dream for the lines though that they become like. You know, just up and down. So I'm, I'm personally pretty happy with Plus, this. Yeah, no, much, much like your fantasy team, just up and downs. Oh fuck, my fantasy team's erratic. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I think that we we've had about two average weeks now. Sounds great. Sounds great. Yeah. Cool. What we got next? Uh, next game is your game of the weekend. Blues Which Tars. I didn't watch. I was... Yeah, Blues Tide. No, sorry, I was. I was... I was playing golf, so I actually missed all three of these. Oh, nice. But, but, but good, good news, guys. I, I watched a YouTube video, and I fixed my slice. So I didn't hit the ball into anyone's house uh, yesterday. Oh, fantastic. So, that's the what? It's like, I don't understand living on a golf course, because you must be on, in constant fear of, like, just taking a ball to the noggin every time you step into your yard. Yeah, and Oaks take the piss, eh? They have massive windows as well. It's like, <laughs> oh, let me have a huge window to look at this golf course. You're like, oh, fucking hell, mate. Like, Someone's come going on. to put a ball yeah, through but, Yeah, but, um, yeah, so, and report, my, 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 my golf went well yesterday. Thanks for asking, guys. Oh, cool, cool. We appreciate it. Yeah, what, what else went well? I don't know. Um, the Blues play? Yes. <laughs> Okay, yeah, see Alex. Yeah, I'm just trying to see Alex. I think is officially. No, I away. think Alex is it's officially away. Oh, shame, man. I didn't <laughs> see this at all because I was just like, ah, I, most of the most of the games that involved an Australian team. I was just like, I haven't got time for this weekend. No, no, it was it was all right from from what I've seen. Um, I would say both teams sort of played to their their potential uh is he Falau broke the the all-time try scoring record yes i did see that so he's on oh, and I'm, I'm seeing quite a quite a lot of stuff on twitter saying how because australia doesn't sort of pigeonhole players it allowed a player like izzy Falau, who's whatever 110 kgs and like six foot four six foot five to play at fullback where in south africa a player his size would have probably been forced to play lock or um, lock or blindside flank or something and then you really wouldn't his full skill set wouldn't have ever developed so like it's a it's an interesting sort of thing uh, interesting analogy where you like yeah like they've let him develop as the player he wanted to be <coughs> instead of sort of looking at his body type and saying yeah listen yeah. you're quite big okay you're in the forwards which is quite interesting no, yeah, I think I'm back, but I might drop again. Sorry, guys. It's fine. No worries. I, I we, were doing, we were just talking about Izzy, Izzy Falau's sort of body type and how on Twitter everyone's sort of saying in South Africa he probably would have been made a lock. By the time he started at school or whatever. Yeah, probably. It would be a hell of a line-out jumper, though. <laughs> he wouldn't need to be lifted. He just sort of soar on his own. <laughs> yeah. Zoops, just up into the air. Got this. Yeah. Um, for the Blues, I thought Nanu had a very good game. Yeah. Well, I laughed, yeah, because yeah, I saw like five minutes of this and like before the game, and then like they're talking about yeah, um, great, great uh, whatever's of the game, uh, legend, not legends, some other word, not ambassador either, but you know, old hands at the game, Nanu and Adam Ashley Cooper. Yeah, but I, I think Adam Ashley Cooper's 
diminished. Well, I don't think Adam Ashikub was ever as good as Nanu. Mm. But he's definitely dropped off more than Nanu oh, has. Yeah, no, definitely. Nanu, Nanu's one of those that went to like Europe and sharpened one or two skills that he needed to sort of replace what age is sort of taking away from him. Oh, well, he's developed because he was basically like DDA when he started or Esterhazen or whatever. Yeah, es- let's but now he's, he's really like he's a refined player now. He's like he's like a proper like a proper twelve. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, good on him. And what else happened? Mm. Oh, Foley nothing, managed, I see Foley like, kicked four kicks, so that's fine. Well, that's nice for Foley. Mm, so so they didn't Foley. play Mac Maxson again. Huh? That's probably a good option. It's probably for the best, for the best, really. That little outreach program they had. Okay, next one. Rebels Sunwolves. At Amy Must Park. Must this, man. No, I didn't watch this, actually. Like I said, any game... Oh. But I did, yeah. I did, yeah. One shocker. You back? No. One shocker. Haydot did miss a kick. Yeah, I've I've heard about this, but it probably wasn't Haydot. It was probably a man dressed as Haydot. Some 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 idiot fan in a ten jersey just ran onto the field, <laughs> ruined it for Yeah, and Haydot just let Haydot just let him have a have a crack. Yeah, like okay, no. Yeah, fun. but that's like that's ridiculous. I think this is that was like fifty. So in his last like sixty kicks, he's missed two. Yeah, it's something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's excellent. Um, yeah, the the rebels. To be honest, like they were going on before the week how this was the heaviest forward pack the rebels have ever picked. So obviously, <laughs> Dave Dave Vessels Dave Vessels is a pod listener. He's just like, oh, we need. Yeah. We've heard a rumor. Yeah, because they they just they just picked a pack of basically thugs. Yeah. And then they just they just went to work on the Sunwolves, but you know what can you do when you're one locks like 48 or whatever? Jesus, like, yeah, obviously they were. The, oh yeah, uh, what's his face? He's he's older than the coach. Yeah. Yeah. Thompson's older than. Oh, Tom. Luke Thompson's older than the coach. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's like we were, we were talking at the beginning of the season about the locks for the Rebels. With Adam Thompson, Luke Jones, and oh, sorry, Adam Coleman, yeah, Adam Luke Coleman. Jones, and um, and Matt Phillip, and how do you kind of decide who to pick? Well, obviously they've solved that problem. <laughs> you just pick all, all three of them. You just don't need a one or loose forwards. You just have more locks. Yeah, co- but Luke, coach... Luke Jones is doing really well. Oh, like yeah. I've seen a lot of like prospective Australian teams that have Luke Jones mm. at six. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Um. Yeah. And then, um, what else? Uh, Reese Hodge, right place, right time, scored a few tries. Um, who else? No, nothing. I think this game pretty much went to script, eh? Yeah, I think a little bit, like, a little bit far apart scoreline-wise. I think the Sunwolves should have been a little closer, but otherwise, yeah. The Sunwolves are kind of losing a bit of momentum. I think so, I think. maybe. Yeah, like, especially because well, yeah, they're but, missing... But it's hard, though, because they... Because the thing is, like, you know, if, if the, whatever, the, the Crusaders are playing the Highlanders, it's not really like a tour. You know, it's yeah. an away game, but it's, you know, like, they could stay in Christchurch until Friday, then fly over the night before, even fly up that morning sort of thing. Yeah. But the, the Sunwolves can't really, like, the Sunwolves, every away game, they're touring. No, but you know, the like, they have to. 
Then it's the same as the Jags. It's the same as when we have to go play in Argentina, South Africans. Yeah, no, no, but I, but I mean, it's easy to sort of, kind of like fatigue yeah. obviously hits you a lot a lot earlier, sort of. Um, yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah, but also, yeah, I mean, they I, they the nature of their squad is that like they don't have institutional knowledge. Like they don't have guys like. Um, <clears throat> like we spoke about the impact of someone like Liam Messam for the mm. Chiefs or Jerome, Jerome Kano for the Blues, you know, like those historical leaders in a, in a team like yeah. Sam Whitelock, Ben Smith. And I mean, these guys, like they just like a ragtag group of guys, like they're like the dirty dozen. And yeah. the few leadership figures they do have are now either with the Japanese like national team, basically. So like there's no... Uh, God, what was his name? The Lock. Uh, oh no. Himeno. Not Himeno, but uh, Ono. Hitachi Ono. Odo. 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 But you know what I mean? Like, they, they're all like Fumiaki Tanaka, for example. Actually, oh, is he there? Yeah, uh, Shotohori. No, yeah. no, he's not. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm probably confusing you. myself. But you know what I mean? Like, a lot of the, the senior guys are like are just not there. Yeah. And no, then definitely. the other senior guys that are there, like Michael Little, for example. He's not playing because he's injured. So the current squad is like is very, I think, volatile and susceptible to like quick drop-offs in form for that reason because mm. they don't have much kind of binding them together. There, there, there is a thing that I was I was reading that was quite interesting. It was saying how this was like a year or so ago, but it was saying how younger teams tour better than older teams. Because like for for a young team, it's still it's quite a new and novel kind of experience. You know, it's like oh, we're on tour, we see new places, blah blah blah. Mm. But you know, when you're someone like Kieran Reid, it's like oh, this is fucking the fifteenth fifteenth mm. time he's gone to Pretoria or whatever. Like he's yeah. gonna be like fuck this, I, I just want to go home. And yeah, so you it's miss sort home. of yeah, you miss but, home but more. Then this, then the Sun Wolves seem to have the and you know, obviously the older guys tend to have families and blah blah blah. But then the Sunwolves seem to kind of have this sort of in-between thing where where a lot of their players are older, so they actually they're not they're not great tourists because you know they have they have commitments at home or whatever. But at the same time, they're still inexperienced, so you don't get the sort of the benefit of someone like Kieran Reid, even though he's like, okay, I miss my family, or whatever. But okay, I still have a job to do. I still need to go to work. I know what mm. to do. Mm. So they don't actually have either side of it. Yeah, it could be. You like also, they're almost experienced and inexperienced at the same time. But also, I mean, at the same time, they like if you're playing for the Sunwolves and you're not Japanese, so most of them, you're kind of always on tour. Yeah. Because it's unlikely that you've like properly, properly settled in Japan for the rest of your life. Like you're probably you're probably there the same way that like South African guys are in France, for example. So, I don't know. Like I think you. You probably do have a family or something like that, but they're also like they're living in Tokyo or wherever. Yeah, in like a little flat or whatever. Yeah, like in a little flat, and like you know the kids there, the kids going to like the international school to learn English, you know, up until like grade two or whatever. But you know, when you retire, chances are you're heading back to New Zealand or Australia or South Africa or, or Georgia or whatever. Georgia. So. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like I don't think probably not Georgia. Those guys are probably pretty committed to the Japanese lifestyle. Yeah, Java's not going back. He's gonna. He's just like, oh guys. Should 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 should, should we start a rumor that uh, Java is actually thinking of retiring to go into sumo wrestling? Ooh. 
<laughs> well, I don't think Jum is ever going to retire. Like he's just going to keep playing rugby. He's like one of those guys who, you'll, like, you'll just, you know, just find some team to play but, for. But also, also, no offense to any Georges listening, but Georges just look old. Like for all we know, Jum is like twenty-two. Have you not seen that? <laughs> look, you're not wrong because I've seen that picture of the the Georgian under twenties are in SA at the moment, and those guys yeah. look like. Like you can check there's there's Tipex on their birth certificate just to roll it back like <laughs> like the Nigerian yeah, football like team. Yeah, like there are a lot of sort of uh, there are a lot of bald balding nineteen year olds in Georgia. Let's just say that. Yeah, like the, it's uh, a stre- it's a stressful environment, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right. Next game. Uh, next game is wait, let, okay. I just got I just got fed half a pig's ear and a cup of coffee, so I'm, I'm good to go. Ah, you ready to go? Good. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Hopefully my my internet doesn't fuck out, but I'm it's, ready to go. It's your, it's your favorite kind of game, Bulls versus Jaguars. <laughs> oh, this was okay. So this was a fr- I was in a frustrating headspace for this game because only oh, yeah, this. Well, just because I had done the the fantasy points updates. And, and I was losing to Phil already, and he still had a player left, and I didn't have a player left. Oh, okay. So I already knew that I'd basically lost our match, um, even though the even though the stats aren't finalised. Like it was just one of those situations. Hmm. So it's a shame because I was actually looking forward to this game because I was looking forward to seeing how, especially um, Money Lebok went on. No, well, he managed um, to kick five penalties, but I think that's more. Yeah, he missed. He missed two. Eh? I was going to say, that's more to the Jaguars giving him like 10, 10 opportunities. Yeah. I don't know. This felt like a game that I don't know, the, the Bulls snatched, snatched defeat from the jaws of victory kind of thing. Yeah. Like, like if the Jaguars... The, Guys, the, uh, J- James has grabbed the wire for my headset. I'm in trouble. He's trying to pull my headset off. James is like, okay, be a father. Stop podcasting. Be a father right now. <laughs> I'm holding James. I'm like a multitasking. I am. A, I'm super daddy. I'll try. I'll try get him to to make a noise into the mic. James. Yeah. James, are you? Yeah, he did like a hiccup. <laughs> there, that was something. Yeah. That was good. He did like a hiccup thing. <laughs> um, James is not a Bulls fan. James still, is a Lions fan. Still, still more constructive than Adam. Yeah, yeah, J- J- James is James is the the, the second biggest lied fan on this podcast. I would say third. First is Alex. Alex. First, first, first is Alex, then James, then me. Oh, fair. Okay, no fair. You and Alex walk around. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, this game, though, I felt the Bulls were just sort of cruising along, and then the ja- the Jags just. Um, the Jags just found this lighty and just said, hey, you speak Spanish, do you want to come play the last five minutes for us? And then just he picks up two tries and converts one somewhere. No, but he, he, he wasn't, he didn't, oh, he played He played fine, but he wasn't like, a, you know, it wasn't like Sunny bringing on like a first team player to yeah. an under 14C game or whatever. No, 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 true. I'm just like, saying. Yeah, just, it was, yeah, just like he, just, he just of kind of, yeah, he, he got quite lucky. The Bulls obviously had a yellow card, then I don't know when they got their second one. I think they got their second yellow. I know the Jags picked up a yellow. They got a yellow, the Jags scored, then I think they got another yellow, then the Jags scored again. No, no, I think the Jags scored both their tries with 14 men, and then the Bulls got a like another yellow. So they had to score in the last minute with, um, with 13 men. Then there was a the whole fuck up with the props. 
because yeah, classic South African. One, one prop got sent off, so they needed to bring on a prop. But then the guy, they, no, 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 so a prop got injured. So there are thirteen men. Then a prop got injured, and they're like, "No, can we have uncontested scrums?" And they're like, "Fine, you can have uncontested scrums, but then that prop, the injured prop, no one can replace them. So then you need to play with twelve. Mm-hmm. So then, um, by that time, uh, uh, Koboka had just wandered onto the field. <laughs> and yeah. then, um, it's like, it's so like... then they were like, okay, no, but then they're like, no, do you have a, do you have a loose head? And then they were like, oh, was it a tight head? What, which one does Trev play? He plays loose head. Trev is loose, yeah. Trev, yeah. Yeah, so they're, so they're like, no, we, we need a, we need a loose head. And uh, Koboka's obviously a tight head. So then, I don't know, Trevor was like at the bar or something because it took them like five minutes to like find Trev. Then he sort of wandered on. Quietly, just grooving with his earphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then by, by that time, Koboka was like, oh, fuck it, I'll, I'll have a crack at, Lucid. I'll have a crack at Lucid. But apparently been... he had played, yeah, but apparently he had played Lucid in his under 21 year. Yeah, well, like Varsity Cup yeah, or something. Mean, uh, Trevor as well as ambidextrous as well most of the time. Yeah. So then, um, so then, they're like, okay, all set. But then it turns out the Bulls still had fourteen players on the field, so then they had to drop a wing. And oh no, this whole this whole thing took like it took like five minutes to resolve this whole situation. Like, and I can just imagine job, then, the, the the players speaking in Spanish didn't help. Any, anything administratively hurry up at all just because I'm assuming Creevy was on by this point so he was acting as translator just yelling at everyone yeah yeah well Creevy coming on I think was actually a big difference like he sort of he added a good he added a bit of intensity and I think he made the Bulls a bit more wary at the breakdown which I how, think how, how do you break lead, your back and start playing rugby the, that like within maybe two months Oh, no, no, but I don't know. Ask Rasaki Naholo's uncle. Yeah, I, I think they, I think they need to ask for Cravey's B sample personally, <laughs> with, with that sort of recovery rate. But, um, yeah, um, then what else? Oh, so eventually this resolves. So the Bulls had like a six-man scrum, where they managed to actually retain their own ball, but then they, oh no, they fucked up. They were trying to run like seventy meters with thirteen men. So. To be fair, that. Yeah. Retaining your own ball against the Jaguars isn't that outstanding, even with fewer fewer players. Their set pieces are abysmal this season. Mm. Yeah, odd. it's been bad. Yeah, yeah then what like, it always used to be such a traditional strength, and now yeah. they're just nowhere. Yeah, Crema um, gave away like five penalties, which you know. They pulled him off because I think they thought he was going to get a yellow. Yeah, and then Tate's got a yellow. I saw. Yeah, but that was just uh, it was a accumulation. warning one, I think. I think it yeah. was a final warning. But one. it was it was it was a high tackle, but I don't know. I didn't I didn't think it was super high. Then uh, Timolani, not Timolani body. Uh, who's the the seventh? Tim Agaba. Oh yeah. He got he got a yellow for a dangerous clean. What game did I yeah. see there where there was a fucking huge high tackle? Oh, the Saders game. Uh, Jordan. Oh, Jordan, mm, well, twice. Jordan got high-tackled they, like four times. Yeah, they're yeah, like, both times like, every, he scores yeah. a, they're like necklace him and he scores a try for good measure. <laughs> well, that, that's sort of the, the thing with a high, like a high-tackle, like a grass-cutter. 
is is a very effective tackle, but obviously yeah. it's illegal. Yeah. Like a high tackle is a pretty ineffective tackle, really. It's yeah. quite easy to Just to get out of. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite was because I saw the Aussie commentary on it, and the Aussies said, uh, "Yeah, Will Jordan's head's being targeted today." And I was like, "Say mm. like Pocock, say like Pocock, say like Pocock," <laughs> just under my breath. <laughs> Did they say it? No. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, I thought personally, but it, it it is sort of a weird thing that if they score a try, the ref kind of overlooks. Because I him. thought if Will Jordan didn't score there, it probably would have been a yellow. It would, no, it would, no. Like the first one, he did give a yellow for, mm. but he didn't give a penalty try because Jordan because had he scored, scored a try. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So what? And but now, of course, the try was like in the fucking corner, so Mwanga can't kick from there apparently anymore. <laughs> so had the, I can, I can hear the salt. Man, is this all just a story about your fantasy team, basically? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> Not really, it was just like, yeah. No, because the Crusaders most probably would have been to, uh, yeah, a little bit stronger. Because uh, I think any other situation, ha- had it not been someone like Jordan who had the presence of mind to use his one movement and just put the ball down in front of him to score the try. Oh, fu- have we, we forgotten to talk about this game as well, eh? Huh? No, I'm sure we Which did one? talk the Crusaders one, did we? No, not? we didn't, because I would have gone on about Severis. And how, what, a, what a great fantasy pickup I made. I think we glossed over it Did we skip a whole game? <laughs> yeah, we skipped the skip. Okay, so the Crusaders beat the Brumbies 36-14. Sorry. Classic <laughs> match. It's like, oh, fuck, it's an Australian game. Let's move Sorry, on. Sorry, my, my internet's well, been no, so what, unreliable. What was, quite so. Funny, what was quite funny with this game is, I think it was 7-0 to the Brumbies at halftime. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so basically, this whole, this all the Crusaders' points came in the second half. Yeah, all 36 of them. Yeah. Was it was it seven no? Yeah, it was something. Half, you know, I know it was seven yeah. at one point. I it was seven at half time. Yeah, I remember watching the highlights. Half-time. Like the first five minutes of the halftime of the highlights was the first half, and then the other eight or nine minutes were the second half. So it's weird. It was one of those ones. We were like, why are they playing the halftime whistle already in the highlights package? <laughs> no, no, because I was watching the highlights and I think it was on like seventy-one minutes, and it was it was like twenty-one-seven or something like that. So I think there were I think there were four or five tries in the last ten minutes. Reese's intercept try, and Jordan Tafu's try as well. Both of those were heat, and I think those were both late tries. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm just sorry. I didn't I didn't glean too much from the highlights. Did you guys watch this? I, uh, um, I, I watched some of it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was. Yeah, Severis was just on fire. Like he, every time he got near the ball, he did something good. He, he had a really sick intercept try. That um, that nice. So, so, right so do you end. think Severis is going to be put out to pasture for another four weeks now? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is the weird thing: is that like it was it was the Crusaders B team basically. Like they benched Sam Whitelock. They okay, they had the All Black props back. No, they um, didn't have Bridge. They didn't. They had Bridge. Um, they had Braden Enor. They didn't have Jack Goodhue. Um, yeah, like it was, it was weird. Uh, so, I mean, it's the same problem they had before. It's not like anyone didn't know that Severis was good. I mean, he, he was amazing the last time he played. So, <coughs> yeah. So what's changed? Like, I don't know. They, they still seem to just prefer Braden Enor. It's like, as a, it's like Frizzell last year as well, where mm. he'd play, he'd start one week, score a hat trick, and then you would, then you wouldn't see 
a starting position for like another three weeks again. Yeah. And then pick up two tries when he started again, and then would be favored over someone else again for the next two to three weeks again. But but the, 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 this is one of these things with um, with centralized contracting. The New Zealand rugby shouldn't really allow things like this to happen. Like th- that's sort of the point of centralized contracting. Yeah, but I mean, these guys, like, they're already under contract, I guess. And yeah, you know, the Crusaders just happen to be the ones who are better at finding them. Yeah. And then if you've got to pick a team to play for, you want it to be the Crusaders. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, look, in, in a year's time, they're going to be they're going to be down uh, at least one backline player in the form of Ryan Crotty. But it, it just so happens to be the one position where they don't have a replacement because, like, inside center, they don't have other guys. Like, all their players are other cent- like outside centers or outside backs. Oh, Alex, Alex, Alex I, I almost guarantee you there's some, like, unheard of guy waiting in the wings who will be like, fuck, I wish South Africa had people like that in, like, 18 months. What? <laughs> James has opinions I can hear on Grand Crotty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J- J- James, uh, James's mother walked past. So James realized he was being held by the inferior parent. And he's like, oh shit, there were better <laughs> options here. Is that object permanence, um, please? Yeah, I had yeah. I had James sort of facing outwards, and it turns out he was just like burping up on his t-shirt the whole time. So now uh-huh. his mom picks him up and just shows me this massive stain on the front of his t-shirt. Uh, <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, I didn't get any on me. Oh no, fuck, I did. Okay, I need to go wash my hands. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, anyway, so yeah, Richie Moanga, like he showed glimpses glimpses of his. Yeah, his he had a really form. nice break. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of the. And then he tried to. I wish he drowned Tom Banks there because it would have just shut up Australians forever. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, he was close though, hey? Like he. Yeah, no, I feel he's. I feel he's as quick as Tom Banks. It's just, you know, you know my theory about how having the ball slows you down slightly. Yeah, you're pretty right. But Tom, Tom Banks is, is pretty quick, huh? Mm. Oh yeah. But no, anyway. Tom Banks is. Just, I almost <laughs> praised. But uh, yeah, so good game, classic Crusaders. Even when you beat them, you can't beat them. Yeah. Uh, shame. Where were we? Uh, I think With that's the it the games. Now. We finished that because, yeah, the last game was Bulls-Jaguars. So let, mm. we've, we went all the way back to Friday and just finished up quickly. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the game's done. Nice. Okay. Was Crusaders on Friday? No, it wasn't. It was Saturday morning. No, it was first thing on Saturday oh, was... morning. Okay, good. 6.15. Can I have a quick complaint about Rico? Fuck, Rico and Milani Nanai screwed me in the Stormers game. Like, uh... I mean, in the in the in the Waratahs game, I I'd love they to were hear gonna... how they fucked you around in the Stormers game, actually more. Well, no, the Stormers Again, game they, they got they, they got about two hundred points between them in the Stormers yeah, game. Yeah, the Stormers they game they delivered big time. Uh, but this time, like, it literally, let me just quickly check what I've got for them at the moment. So at the moment, I've got eleven points for Nana and nineteen points for Rico. So thirty points between the two of them, which thirty points is the bare minimum I'd expect for either of them. Um. Mm. And yeah, that seems to be almost single-handedly responsible for my loss. Well, that's um, not true. I'm actually I'm actually losing by like a hundred points. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a typical Rico amount. Mm. I'm, I'm um, pretty. For, for Lau seemed to have Rico's number because on the highlights, I think I saw Rico miss like three tackles on Falau. Did he? Oh. Well, I think mm. honest. Okay, fantasy aside, I'm I'm happy about that because we spoke last week about how Rico is like a little bit kind of too big for his boots. And yeah, like 
I think it's important for him to come up against someone like Falau, who's been who's been doing what he's doing for, like since he was in like grade eight or something, and just to remind him like, listen, young blood, you know, you've still got a lot of work to do. Young blood. Um, yeah, yeah, like like yeah, it's important to sort of make him um, like stay a bit humble or whatever. Yeah, but uh, and yeah, I don't know if we spoke at any length about uh, Akira. Because he had a, he had a, another good game or decent game I think, but I I still don't think he's anywhere near um, All Blacks. Like I don't think he's shown. Uh, he's still stuck enough. at. I think he's still going to be stuck at being captain of the Maori All Blacks. Yeah, but, I mean it's uh, even 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 then like I think I'd at this point I'd almost take Fetty Douglas over him for the Maori All Blacks. Um. Because he just doesn't do enough of like the grafting. Like he, he's not a platform builder. Mm. And but but, like, but do you think that do you so think exposed. that's because he's in? Do you think it's because he's in the blues? The blues play. I don't like know. That. I mean, it's it's hard to could, tell. Could, but like, I, I would I would say if Peter if um, uh, Akira if he played in a team that had like say like Peter Steffs toy Franco Mostert um, someone like Luke Whitelock or. You know, like a guy who really, who puts in the proper, who puts in a proper shift every time, and then allows the players around him to sort of play their their best games. Because I I think I think it's a weakness of his that he's at the Blues. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think that they probably it's the other way around. Like I think the Blues play this way because they have players yeah. like him available. Because you know, like Jerome Kaino was always like he was one of the best platform builders in the business. Like he was hitting rucks all day. And they just don't have a player like that anymore. And it seems like Akira's refusing to be that guy. You know, like, and I mean, I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad call because it doesn't play to his strengths. And I get no, that's that. That's not what Kira does, yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, like, what's the point of saying, oh, I'm, I'm playing to my strengths when, like, you, it comes at the cost of the team? Yeah. So I don't know. It, it yeah, seems well, uh, Akira clearly has himself in his own fantasy side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are, I think I've asked that before. What do you think is the policy about drafting yourself? Is it frowned upon or? Well, I know, like, so um, ref- referees aren't allowed to play any form of fantasy rugby. Fair. Um, <laughs> or or like Super Brew or anything like that. So maybe there's like a policy in like as a, as a player you're not allowed to either. But I I know that uh, with like Madden and FIFA, the Madden the American football players always say like yeah they always they always play themselves like you gotta back yourself on Madden. <laughs> on Madden, yeah, but yeah. Okay. So no, 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 but but I think it's sort of because there, there are lots of situations where say you say you like two on uh, two on one, mm. if you're in your own fantasy side like you don't say, say your players running running two on one. You would rather have them try score the try than just get the easy try assist. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's the thing. Is like, I get pissed off when I see. So. Um, so when Bosch passed the ball me, to Fasit this weekend. Well, yeah. So for me, best example this weekend was Matt Todd, because Matt Todd was was playing really well for the Crusaders and really badly for me fantasy wise because he kept linking. He kept like. Mm. popping up in the back line and Classic then passing time. the ball after drawing the man in and I was like dude you, you at least have to take the tackle in order for it to count as a run or a carry mm. otherwise it's just a pass and that's no good to anyone <laughs> so, like, he was creating a lot of opportunities but he wasn't getting any fantasy points for it but, but, but you do get it like because 
Quaid does it quite. A, I know Quaid gets a lot of try assists anyway. Yeah. But he quite often does it. We basically, there'll there'll be like there'll be like two men out, mm. and then Quaid will give like a great pass to a first the first guy, which actually in a way it creates the it creates the space, it creates mm. the break. Yeah. Then the first guy will be two on one. Then he'll just give quite a simple pass. Yeah. To the normally Maddox who will score the try. Yeah. And then and then Quaid in a way he set up the try. But he doesn't get any sort of um, – he doesn't get fantasy acknowledgement for it. Yeah, because he's one, know, he's one pass away. Because basically the way try assist works is it's just last pass yeah. or last, last pass, kick yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Which yeah. Like, I could sort of understand because you, you want to make it as objective as possible. But at the same time, it's quite, it's quite frustrating. Yeah. All right. I think we're done with the games. Uh, yeah. What are we on to do Should we do, do next? Super Brew or should we deal with the emails we got? Um, I want to make an official ap- apology because I see the intern has replied to the emails, but the intern has mm. has not responded in the proper spirit of the emails, has not supplied the as promised jokes and or the crisp high five in said emails. So to uh, well, we, we 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 we've come up with some I would say decent rugby jokes. Yeah, but yes? I mean, yeah, but I'm just gonna say the intern has mads jumped the gun instead of re- and replied before having an opportunity to you know. Give the the email the people who sent us sent us the emails their awards. So I just just want to apologise and say your Chris Pye yeah, and, and, and jokes your, are coming. Your, your, jo- your jokes are coming. Um, I th- I think we will see. I think we have three or f- or four jokes. We we'll send them all to you. Huh? Yeah, you, yeah. As an apology, you can get all three. Yeah, and then anyone else who's looking to email in, yeah, what if you? you if you email if you email in now, we'll give you. Three of the five jokes. We won't give you them all because you yeah. didn't actually email at the proper time. Because you're late. But yeah. we, we, will, we will give you three of the five. Yeah. So just, do you want to give them the email address again? Yeah, the email address again was... EliteBanterCommentary at gmail.com? Yeah, EliteBanterCommentary yeah. at gmail.com. Uh, maybe included in the, the in blurb for blurb the episode the bottom, as well. Yeah. Seeing as otherwise, yeah. we, we got complaints that that you listened to like 2,500 minutes or whatever. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that, that yeah. is our brand. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, if you if you wanted a short if you wanted a short rugby podcast, yeah, sorry, go to a more professional yeah. organization. We're, we're neither of um, those two at this point. But the but the one email we are going to deal with on air was uh, from Mitch. Yes. Oh, just wait. So, so, someone said. They wanted us to talk about why the sharks have cuck locks. Um, oh, okay. Do you want to do that first? The gravity. No, no, the, 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 the sharks have cuck locks. The sharks have cuck locks because they're a cuck rugby team. That's why. Yeah. I was going to say the, the sharks. There's just different gravity in the tail. Everyone's slightly shorter in the tail. That's why. No, but it's just so it's well. just sort of a it's a it's a hoarding effect, and it's it's a kind of I think a, a mark of South Africa not having centralized contracting, that it ends up like sort of the all the lock talent in the country is concentrated at the stormers and the bulls but yeah so but can you we, end up can we address the fact that like kzn is a predominantly english-speaking region yeah 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 and that well, the, 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 the sharks are the only team that practice in english yeah and at the best and biggest locks let's be honest are afrikaans so there's a uh, sort of cultural predisposition to the better locks arising out of Borland and Free State and I don't know, oh. Pretoria. Yeah. 
Well, Paul specifically. I mean, oh, the, one of the best locks that the Sharks have had in recent memory was Peter Steptatoya before he joined the Stormers. And he was from the Western Cape originally anyway. So I think that definitely... And I mean, if you think about the best forwards that the Sharks have had in recent memory, guys like Beast, Bismarck Duplessis, Yanni Duplessis, um, Keegan Dunn. They're not, <laughs> I'm joking. They're not from the, they're not from the region. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So like those those guys are all other from Zimbabwe or or Blum in this case. So uh, like I'm trying to think who who would some of the other ones be? Willem Alberts from he was from Joburg. Um, God, the the Sharks haven't had great forwards, have they? Or all the well the 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 Tyler Paul Dupria, the Dupria brothers are from they they, they are yeah that, that's true that's fair enough. Uh, John Smith, obviously, from, from Pretoria originally, Pretoria Boys High. So, yeah, I think like that's got something to do with it, but it's also not like a major... I, don't know, I just yeah. think like, yeah, we just, that's not where good locks come from. Yeah, I would also say maybe their recruitment, like I think uh, the Dupria brothers are probably getting too much of the group salary to bring Eben over, for example. Yeah. And also, I don't think Eben would accept having to practice in English. Yeah, he would not deal with that. No, no, you would have, you would have um, no time for that shit. He'd be, he'd be like Sebastian Chabal in 2007 at the World Cup. Do you remember that? Yeah, this is France. We speak French. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is France. We speak French. Okay. Okay. I just got up and left. <laughs> All right. So anyway, that, that answers half of uh, Mitch Evans's email. So Mitch, I hope that answers your question. And then the second part of, part of Mitch's email was um, for our collective opinion on the Bok team, for the Rugby World Cup based on form. Uh, we're not going to go too much into this. That's probably going to be a whole episode at some point towards the end of the season. Yeah, but we have... Yeah, what we have done, or what at least I've done, and you guys can critique it, is I've put together the team that I think is most likely going to be the starting 15 at the Rugby World Cup. Yeah, this is like World Cup final. You're putting through your best team. This is it. So uh, it's not necessarily based entirely on form. Um, but it is form, looking, form experience, um, yeah, it's the whole yeah. package. And it's also assuming that everyone's fit. So you, there might be a couple of guys in there that probably won't be there because they're missing a lot uh, of the season. I, I, I think what we do is let's go f- through the positions. We know basically someone has a lockdown barring injury. Yeah. And then we'll, then we'll kind of fill in the, so then we buy through that. We can identify weaknesses. Eh? Okay. Yeah, that's good. Ooh, so, All right, so, so, so I would I would say first position lockdown number one beast. Bang. So yeah, so beast actually at the beginning weirdly at the beginning of the season I would I would have said Kitsov maybe but I would have he, said Kitsov. I would have said that at the end of last year Kitsov kind of overtook Beast. And that Beast would still be going to the Rugby World Cup but he wouldn't be starting. That said, this super rugby season has been one of Beast's best, I think. He's been beast back to like had, his yeah. I think and he's so had a really good season. There's so much gears so based on Beast this season, like placed on Beast this season. He's been playing well. Yeah, so Beast number one for sure. Marks number two. Number two, Griff. Mark and Marks. Number three, I think, still a bit of a toss-up, okay? I would number argue three is No, no, okay, so, so leave number three, okay? So number okay, three, okay. I don't think there's, I don't think anyone's locked that down. Okay. Yeah, okay. Number four, okay. it's Beth. Yeah. I don't number think four, Eben, no doubt. Number five, number five lots of contenders. Yeah. Number six, Khaleesi. Yeah. yeah. And number seven, Peter Steftatoy has yeah. to be. Seven, Peter Steftatoy. Number eight, Dwayne. Dwayne, yeah. yeah. So that's the, the loose trio is already. Decided. Yeah, the loose lo- trio is locked. Yeah. Number nine. <sighs> so, num- 
leaning towards leaning towards Faf, but yeah. still yeah. we'll come back to it, okay? Number um, ten Pollard. No doubt. Number ten's Pollard, yeah. I, 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 and I'm not not for the same reason as like Marx or Peter Steftitoy, in that like he's just too good to leave out, but more that yeah, the competition is yeah, exactly. too bad to put it, yeah. Yeah. Number eleven um, is also up in the air. Yeah, lots, mean, lots of contenders. Yeah, number I don't 12. think Giacchi's doing it. But anyway, number twelve, I think is is Damien Delende, just for the same reason Again, as Pollard. Same reason as Pollard, yeah. 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 Number thirteen, Um. Yeah, I'd argue Um is kind of controversial though, because a lot of guys will, will say Creel. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know if Um. I don't think Um's as I don't think he's a lock in yet. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Number fourteen, I think I think in course he's a lock. Yeah, well, we don't have... He's the only proper 14 we have. Yeah. yeah. Then number 15, Vili LaRue. Also, I think, just there's no competition. Yeah, there's yeah, no, no, no one. No one's played 15 in Super Rugby. Yeah. At, at, at um, yeah. Then I then, think Bongi, Bongi is definitely 16 yeah. at this point. Well, now, yeah. <laughs> now that I can... Yeah, yeah. Skulk's drawn his line in the sand with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then obviously um, Kitsov, if we're not starting Kitsov, Kitsov things on the, on the bench. Yeah, Kitsov's definitely 17. Then the reserve tight head's kind of tied to the starting tight head debate. Yeah, yeah. so we can't. Uh, At 19, that'll be tied to the five debate. Yeah. 20, I feel this. There's, there's, there's a lot of different ways to do A lot of options yeah. for 20. So one. Yeah, okay, so let's keep going. So um, number 21. 21 yeah, it's tied to the nine debate. Yeah. Twenty-two. I, I think. I think, I I think that the. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. You gotta have because the thing is, you can't you can't risk a final with one kicker. Cause, no, because the yeah. thing is, we don't. There's no no one in South Africa, who unless you play someone like Bosch, but or Willemsa. Yeah, Bosch or Willemsa are probably your best bets for. Because Willemse is quite a good 23, because he covers fullback as well. But then he needs so to play Bosch. 10. Yeah. Because I'm not I'm not comfortable bringing on a in like a semi final in the Rugby World Cup bringing on a guy who can play 10 to cover 10. Yeah. I think yeah. it's got to be also, like. But also, I'm not, a, I'm not comfortable a... bringing on a guy who can play 15 to cover. Like I would say, Willemse has proven himself enough at 15 to be a substitute there. I'd rather bring Willemse on at 15 at this point than at 10. But only yeah. because he hasn't been playing ten. But for me, Alton deserves to be on the bench. And like we had our doubts about him as a reserve, as a bench player, but he, I think, proved us wrong last year. Yeah, true. So I'd, I'd go with Alton, I think. And then for that, for that reason, because we got a specialist number number ten, you need like the ultimate utility back at number twenty-three, someone who can cover, in theory, anything from eleven to fifteen. So we're saying let's. <laughs> uh, SP Maria, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so for me, JC Creel. So wait, wait, in, in, that, in that team, do we do we have a prolific left boot? Uh, not prolific. Elton's left footed. Oh yeah, okay, thank God. But okay, he's not, we fine. It's not, he's not like prodigious. So he doesn't have. It's big... not the boot. It's not the boot that'll pierce the heavens. No, no it's, not the, it's not the boot we're looking for. But. Um, yeah. But I mean, yeah, JC Creel. If we're leaving him out of the starting fifteen, then I think he's got to be on the bench because he's be he is too good to leave out. Yeah. Yeah. But if okay, we are so starting we, him ahead of um, then who knows? We need the picture. We yeah. need pictures of we need we need him in the team photos. I mean, fuck. Yeah, that's, that's true. Instagram. Also, just no, we, we, 
we need him for the for the female fans. Like, how do you think Saru? So that's how Saru's in the black now. They just started selling topless photos of Jesse Creel. Yeah, it's just a side so business. Of, sold, sold a- a- Alex personally has bought her has bought her collection, many limited edition prints. A very tasteful numbers. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's art. It's art. I know a lot of people don't get it, but it's art. This is like a weird one of them um, just naked riding a horse. That's it's above Alex's fireplace. I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. I painted it myself. <laughs> yeah, J- Jesse Poe's live. Wait a second. This isn't Make a Wish Foundation. <laughs> uh, you don't look sick. <laughs> Alex is like. <laughs> hold still, Jesse. Hold still. I'm almost done with this. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So, so, so the debate points. Yeah, number three, tighted prop. I, I said it's number three, tighted prop for, for when Adam listens. <laughs> yeah, no, he got it right on the like, He got it li- right on Twitter. Mal Herbert started at prop at tight end for the box last year when he was still benching behind Wilco Lowe. Yeah. And yeah. now he's starting for the storms ahead of Wilco Lowe. And I think so, yeah, so, so, so logically that means Wilco's going to start at tight end? That's what I would I say. I hope so, because I think Wilco's better. Yeah, same. Yeah. Especially if we start. But, I mean, look, there's a lot of competition. Up. There's competition. I mean, kuni has been playing pretty well. And I would say the form tightened at the moment in South Africa is probably Kali Saadi. So there's a lot of competition. Yeah, I think Kali Saadi, I think he's too much of an unknown. Yeah. Especially, I was going to say in Northern Hemisphere conditions, but I guess it is Northern Hemisphere, but it's not Northern Hemisphere conditions. It's like tropical conditions. Mm. Yeah. But like, like either way, you take what? You take six props to the World Cup, huh? Yeah, uh, three, 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 five, of each, yeah, yeah, five or six. Five or six. We'll, yeah. take, we'll probably take six. Um, yeah. Okay, then number five, lock. So, so Luke, if he comes back from injury, yeah, 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 I'd take good. Even if he misses most of the rugby season, I'd, I'd still take him. Yeah. yeah. Look, he's, uh, if we go so, back to that that is where you mentioned that point of rugby players who don't look athletic, fucking so, early career Lewitt. Yeah. Well, late career, Lewis. Yeah, like, even late career. All he's done is grown a neck beard, man. Nothing's really changed. <laughs> he's not, he's, he looks more athletic with a neck beard than without. Like when he just had that like clean-shaven fucking two and a half men face. Yeah, he, can no, still, you're right. he can still he can still nail tractor celebration. Yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then I would say Archie is probably your 19 then, huh? Yeah. Oh, I'm fucking mustard. Yeah, I don't know about Mustard, dude. I, he's most probably I, fighting demons up in the Northern Hemisphere. He's most probably not in the right headspace. I think, yeah, they, I think they, they love it. Yeah. Like the commentators, I, I was watching Mustard play the other day. Just and um, the, the commentators were talking about man of the match. And basically someone else won it. And they're like, oh, but Mustard. And then they're like, genuinely, Mustard's been in the running for man of the match for the last five matches he's played for Gloucester. I think he'd won like three man of the matches and the other two, they were like, he probably would have got it if he hadn't just been given it the match before sort of thing. Mm. Okay. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I just think if you're going to be selected from overseas, it, it's either because there's no one local yeah. who can play your position or you were so Except- good when you left that you like, your impression. legacy yeah. is kind of so like so like you. Dwayne for example like picking Dwayne from overseas even though we had like Dan Whitey, yeah. for example Whiteley it was because like we just like we knew what what Dwayne could do he'd like established himself so completely Thor Ragnarok was don't... just big in the theaters I mean <laughs> yeah I just don't know if Franco is that fundamental like we have locks I think he left I don't know too much. I, I think 
even though he left but, the Lions, but, I think he uh, left I would say too much of a bad taste in the mouth. Maybe his ability like to yeah. cover blind, his ability to cover blindside flank as well. I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe. I I don't know. I I think we, I think we're good without Franco. I I, I would say I would like Franco in the team. Okay. But yeah. Okay. Agree okay. to disagree. We'll yeah. Uh, um, and then the next one would reserve, be reserve. Should we do reserve flank? Reserve Lucy now. Yeah, yeah okay. so I think if for me, for me it would be Lurt starting um, Arches Neyman at number 19. Yeah, but Lucy okay. now, Ben. Uh, Alex, Lucy. Oh, what? Reserve Lucy? Yeah. yeah. Reserve Lucy. I would go, I would go uh, Jean-Luc Dupria. Oh, sorry, I thought you said loose head. Oh, um... <laughs> sorry. Well, then why are you talking about locks if I said loose head, Alex? No, you know, oh, after, that, after that, when I corrected him, he thought I was... Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, head, yeah. Okay, reserve back right there, yeah. So, I uh, okay, you guys. So you say Jean-Luc Dupriere. Um, what do I you say? say what do you say, Matt? Uh, Tyler Paul. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I almost want to say. I don't know. Those giving us a thing. It's got to be Jean-Luc is good, but I don't know if he's too pigeonholed into one. Because Jean-Luc actually no, he can play six, uh, seven, and eight, not six. Oh, I don't know. Like, so this is the scenario. Like, what happens in the situation where Sia Khaleesi goes, goes down, down in the first 10 minutes? Yeah, then who do you do? But it, to, me, to me, Khaleesi isn't a classic open sider anyway. Like, no, we're but, basically playing without an open yeah, side. Yeah, we are playing without an open side. Uh-huh. Khaleesi has some open side skills. And then what? No, he goes down and you've got... Do, 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 he's do, not, a, do, you know, he's not do, a fetcher, but he's still an open sider. Like, he plays mobile. Yeah, so, yeah, I guess. Jean-Luc doesn't but, play but do, mobile. Do, 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 you know, do you know who our fetcher is? Marx is the fetcher. Yeah, Marks is our team No, but I'm, we're not trying to replace the fetcher. We're trying to play someone who like who links okay. to the back line and like, you know, he pops up in the outside channels like you know like, as Khaleesi does and or like the Kieran Reed for example. He's also plays pretty loose. That's if that's if um, but that's if Khaleesi goes down. What no, if Dwayne or yeah, yeah? So that's why if, we need that's why we need like yeah, a hybrid. You need you need hybrid you need one who can cover all three because that's the thing. That's we, why not. That's why Notche was being selected last year because he's so he's such a hybrid. Yeah, that's yeah. probably yeah because Notche you can shift around regardless of who gets hurt. You can slot mm. Notche in and they can sort of shuffle around. Yeah. If like if and if Dwayne went down, I'd probably move Khaleesi to eighth man anyway. Yeah, that yeah. probably makes sense. Oh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think because yeah, yeah, no, I wouldn't back Peter Steph at eight. Pity. No. I wouldn't mind if he could play eight. That would be useful. Yeah. So, so you you think you have a controversial view on this, Alex? Do you want to go? So yeah, I think um, Yaka Kutsia. I think Yaka Kutsia is the next big loose forward for the Springboks. I think that he covers enough of the positions in the back line uh, in the back row. I think so. I, I, I dwelled for a while on Dan Dupree. Actually, Jean Luc wasn't even really on my radar because I think Dan Dupree has been the best loose forward in South Africa in Super Rugby uh, season so far. Mm. But for the reasons we just discussed, he's a bit too limited. Notche, nice hybrid, hasn't really been playing particularly well, if at all. So I asked myself, who's the best loose forward that can cover multiple positions in the back line? Yako Kutsia. So I say pick him on the bench. Uh, I, I think you've missed a trick and it's actually Morris Schoolman. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's he, he's not a hybrid. He's too open side. Yeah, he's open side. Ah, maybe eight. He can play. He can. He can play eight. You guys have a narrow South African rugby <laughs> mindset. <laughs> but that's, yeah, maybe. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. I I think um fine. A uh, uh, good shout. But 
I would say two years too early. I like Yakuhitia because when I saw him playing that other game when Etzebeth was off and Kutsia scored a try like two weeks ago and like he popped up and it made me think, wait, when did Etzebeth grow a moustache and why is he playing on the field right now? Fuck, yeah. did I ruin my team? <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's high praise indeed if guys are confusing you with it's a bit. Like, he's oh, a scary looking dude. He also looks quite a lot like Pablo Matera. Yeah, so like, he's like a hybrid yeah. it's a bit Matera, so I reckon he's a good mm. shot. Because okay, for a cool. second, for like a good minute, I was like, fuck, did I not pick it's a bit and he's not mm. scored a try in my team. He, I thought he wasn't no, I know playing. It's, I, know it's, I know it's controversial, but uh, anyway. Cool, what's next? Yeah. Uh, nine. nine. So I think... The incumbent is Fuff, and I don't... But, but I, I don't... I don't think Fuff's a World Cup 9. He's not a World Cup final 9, definitely. Because, cause, no, because what you want from a World Cup 9 is you want someone who can repeat the same performance four times in a row. Or is it... Does yeah. it straight to semis? No, you want... Yeah, three times in a row, let's say, because you want... You want... A, Perfect quarterfinal, perfect semifinal, perfect final from your nine. Eh? Yeah. Faf can't give that to you. Faf is too inconsistent to give you three solid games in a row. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. Yeah. So, so but who, then, yeah, who, but who, then who, then who do we have? I wouldn't cause... say anyone is, though. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Can't Rubis... we be Priya come out of retirement? I think uh, they are. <laughs> There are at least three listeners in their cars right now listening to this, just screaming Reinek at their car radio. Oh, is is all three of them? Yeah. <laughs> are they? Uh, I have a message for the those three listeners. How's the traffic in Durban? <laughs> all three of them famously not living in Durban. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Much much yeah. like Kobe's uh, Reinek, not living in Durban. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh-huh. Um, it's, it's possible. Like, I, I don't think I'd start him for the same reason as I'm like I'm, I'm uncomfortable on Franco. I just don't think that he was that good uh, when he left South Africa. And I'm very skeptical about reports coming from the north when they're like, "Oh, this player's like it's it's almost miraculous how many players leave here as an average to good player, and then suddenly get heralded as like one of the best ever in the north." Yeah, but but it's, it's the way it it's the way the league structure. Because think about it, England is split. How many teams are in that English Premiership? Ten or fourteen? Uh, it's more than ten. Uh, yeah, I, think it's I don't know. But 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 think think about how widely talent spread out there. Mm. So like on on average, just say it was split perfectly. I know it isn't, but just say on average, each team has two international players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, obviously someone who's sort of just above average in South Africa is going to shine there because he's playing against guys who are, like, basically the equivalent of Vodacom Cup level. Or Curry yeah, Cup well, level. That, yeah, exactly. So, I just think it's suspicious how often, or, like, how many players go north and miraculously improve. And it's far more likely that they aren't getting better. They're just playing against not necessarily worse teams, but, yeah, like, more competitive teams. So... Yeah. Like they all, all on an equal footing, so I don't know. I just I think great. I'm happy Kubis Rhinox doing well, and I wouldn't argue if he was included in the squad. I don't know if I if I'm prepared to back him as our starting nine just because of a few headlines and a few intercept tries. Like that's not what it takes. So, yeah, but I, I would I would like to think Rassi, if he's considering it, has done his. You know, he's not just backing whatever Sport Twenty Four on this. He's actually 
is actually like you know getting proper game footage and doing the analysis which I, I presume since you know he's got nothing else to do yeah yeah okay okay cool well, and yeah, then that's, that's unresolved but let's move on 13 well it's uh don't we still have to do wing left wing no oh, left wing uh well, fuck just pick whoever's on form that's how wing works i would say it's between yep. speckman my pimpy Maybe Deontay, if he surges a bit in the second half of the season. Um, Classic. Who else? <laughs> uh, no, there must be other people. Okay. No, I think those are our three, four hmm. left wings. I would go with... Uh, I would go with uh, Rab's uh, Maxiana. <laughs> Aquare. <laughs> Yo, Maxiana. Yao Penke, Yao Penke, Yao Penke. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One from the Kings. One from the Cheetahs. Good. Okay. And then um, thirteen between Creole and Um. Huh? Yeah. I would pick Um because Um's. Ha- I would pick if I had to pick if I had if the game was tomorrow I'd pick Um. Let's see how it evolves. Huh? Yeah. Fair enough. Especially yeah, but it's like, close. Um, that's a great. That's a great problem for us to have. I like Um. Yeah. I like the idea of Um outside of Delendi because you've got. Do you know what? Do you know what? Unlike um, Scrum Half, I think both options are good enough to be there. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Scrum Half's on the wrong end of the wrong end of the argument. Yeah. Is, like, the, the right, the comfortable place you want to be in this situation. And then, is Villiers still playing in England, or is he is he on his gap here? Oh, fuck, I don't know. We should look into that because if Villiers hasn't played for like six months or whatever, he shouldn't play in the World Cup. Yeah. Sorry, I was just um, finishing my my bacon and fig jam pancake. Nice. Um. That's... Yeah, I don't know. What, I don't know where Vili is, but I think they said he was only moving to Japan after the World Cup. I might be okay, wrong. That's good. Yeah, uh, he's not a. He's not a. I don't know. I haven't heard. I heard he. I heard he was a tricycle salesman in Denmark. <laughs> should, we ask, should we ask some of his fans, like Mubin, to like send us an email what they've heard last of Vili? I'm sure Vili's a podcast listener. Vili, where you yeah, at, he'll, brother? He'll reach out to us. We'll, yeah, just we'll get a, drop us an email. a dove in the post. Vili, Vili, we'll send you four jokes. Not five, because <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't email us last week. But four, because, you know, you're quite, you're quite amusing. Okay. Um, then on the bench, uh, the only one remaining. I think that's it. So yeah, I'm well, starting... the, the reserve scrum off, so it'll be Papier, presumably. Yeah, yeah. unless Reinach's starting, in which case it's Faf. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, actually, scrum off's a fucking shit show. Okay, let's quickly do. Um, oh, oh, just uh, so next week, because it will require a bit more sort of analysis, we're going to kind of work out what it takes to win a game. We're going to try like pure money ball it basically. Uh, Say, okay, to win a game, you need to make uh, whatever, 100 runs, you need to make 150 tackles, you need 10 line breaks, you need to score four tries, you need to... Mm. We'll we'll work out, say, like 10 key stats. And then we'll try pick a team based on the the stats we have now to see if we can fulfill those... um, See kind of what, what we can make work, see if we can fit every everyone in and still achieve all those um, like KPIs, I guess you'd call them. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um, we might actually, I haven't spoken to the stats man about this, but we might share our stats with 
you the public at home and then you guys can have a crack at making your own teams also if you're from new zealand or australia you guys can have a crack at kind of <coughs> trying to trying to make a team that kind of fulfills all those all those objectives but yeah we'll probably only release those yeah, let them find their own stats okay find your own stats find your own stats <laughs> yeah, just take the them from like one, draft rugby or whatever new zealand one's easy you just go new zealand the all blacks done move on well, you just pick, you just, yeah, but like, no, but it's, it's, it, it becomes quite tricky because no, you're no, saying no, someone kidding, like, kidding. okay, like Peter Stiff the toy, whatever, he averages 18 tackles a game. Okay, so let's put him in there, but then maybe he doesn't, doesn't do run as much as he should. Yeah, so, so it is like, it's sort of the balance. So. Cool. Yeah. All right, that, that'll be next week. Uh, let's, let's ram through the super brew picks, guys. Sweet. Yeah. Okay, so first pick of the weekend. Oh, fuck. Next week's supposed to be the wooing of Matt as well. We haven't heard anything. Uh, next week's uh, well, we'll, we'll deal with that when it comes. Yeah, next week's going to be a bumper yeah. episode. Okay. Uh, Crusaders Highlanders. First game of the ne- of the weekend. Crusaders by six. Yeah, I was going to say. It can only be Crusaders. Yeah, next. Okay, Rebel Stormers. Rebel Stormers. Rebels. Not Rebels by 10. Rebels by 12. Yeah. 12's fine. Let's do 12. 12. I like 12. Chiefs Blues. Chiefs Blues. Chiefs off a bye. Blues. At in in Hamilton. Uh yeah. Yeah. Hamilton. Well yeah, somewhere. But yeah, yeah those, they should have like Retallic, Retallic back. Yeah, they should. Yeah, be, uh, the Chiefs should be pretty. The Chiefs yeah. should be firing. And I don't. Uh yeah, I would say Chiefs. Chiefs, Chiefs by, by by seven. Chiefs yeah. by seven. Home, home team by seven. Yeah. lines. Home team by seven. Sure. No, the the line should give the Brumbies, I think. So, this, Same as last wh- word. Which which line? Oh, are these? this is this is this is this is Lions touring or Brumbies touring? Lions touring. Lions touring. Oh shit! Yeah, the Brumbies should win that. Yeah. yeah. Brumbies by by one. Brumbies by one. Yeah, I say like Brumbies it. by one. I like basis. Mm. Sharks, Jaguars. Sharks, I reckon will take this in Durban. Yeah, the Sharks, I think are on. I think the Sharks are on one a bit. Mm. I think yeah, sharks they, by five. Yeah, because the sharks. Is it a three? Is it a three o'clock kickoff or a five o'clock kickoff? Three o'clock it's kickoff. A three o'clock. So peak humidity. Oh, peak humidity. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sharks by sharks yeah. by ten. Okay. okay. I went five. Sorry. That's fine. Bulls reds. Bulls reds. Oof. Bulls should. In Pretoria. Them. In Pretoria, yeah. the bulls should take it. Oh, uh, bulls! Bulls by fifteen. Bulls yeah. By bulls 15. by fifteen. Happy with that. Yeah. Cool. Cool, sorted, and I've even I even fetched the coin. This is what happens when I fetch the coin beforehand. We don't need it. <laughs> I think this even is. I think this, I Remember when yeah. we used to like all like take turns and discuss pros and cons of each game? Now we're just like, yeah, no, this team, this team, this team. This yeah, team. but this are we we already over two hours, I presume. Yeah. Uh, let me have a squiz. I'm gonna say words like squiz because I'm an old man. Yeah, we're like two hours one minute now. Yeah, it's fine. We we we've got what we wanted. It's like on YouTube when you got to make ten minutes to get your ad revenue. Except yeah. we don't have any ad revenue yet. One day, one oh, day. God. One day we're gonna be reading plugs for like Quip toothbrushes, Harry's razors, uh, Mac Weldon. I I don't think so. I honestly I don't think I don't think we could read through an ad seriously. Some of, them, some of them actually the, if someone who owns a small business wants to challenge us and throw us some advertising revenue to test if we could take your ad seriously go ahead I, hmm. I want new socks so if anyone's one of the in, any, any sock manufacturer maybe 
Just just throwing it's it awesome. out specifically. Just get hold of sexy sexy socks. They sexy make socks, cool socks or like feet or whatever. Would we would we like try work it in casually into the be like, hey Ben, how are you? Well, Matt, my feet are fantastically warm. No, um, no, 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 no. We're just gonna from. Ben, Ben. We just I think what we should do is just hard cut like mid mid pot. Okay, guys, add time now. Stop whatever you're doing. Boom. <laughs> and we talk oh, about, your feet about your socks. And we just are talk you irritated with non-organic sock brands? And we just talk about socks <laughs> for 15 can... minutes and then we carry on. I'm sure we can manufacture like a totally organic segment where we have like the player that rocks brought to you by sexy socks. There we go. There we go. Fair. Okay. Play. Who was the player that rocks brought to? Oh, we didn't. We Severis. haven't done any of our, our usual. Se- yeah, Severis, the player that rocks yeah. brought to you by sexy socks. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I would say Audi Severe. I would. My money would be on Audi Severe this week. Maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. If um, if someone would just sponsor us, we could decide. Yeah. And then blame game. Should we do a blame game? Was there a blame uh, game? Is there a blame game? Um, There's nothing to blame this week, really. Uh, blame the weather and Joe Berg for fucking up the lines. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy with that. It's, yeah, blame game of the blame game sponsored by Game yeah. Ghost God. 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 <laughs> for, for, creating, for creating this shitty world. Like, what were you thinking? Yeah. But what for creating I precipitation. I, I like that you're doing that on the back of a shark's last. We're blaming God, which is, I think, actually what Damage probably are. <laughs> I'd, like I'd like to blame God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone, everyone thanks God when they win, but no one blames God when they lose. <laughs> I'd like to blame our Savior, God Almighty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, obviously, yeah, you know. You're all powerful or whatever, so you've chosen to fuck us over. Uh, shark, yeah, you, cheers, man. Cheers. Yeah. You, you chose the sharks over us, so clearly they've been praying harder than us. Uh, Whiteley's there. Whiteley's like, no, guys, come. Double cell, cell, cell group this weekend. Come, come, come. Oh, it's a really cool group of guys. We just hang around and eat pizza and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, may, maybe someone brings the guitar down. Yeah. Oh, all right. I'm going to get back yeah, to my okay, yeah, I think that covers yeah, I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got guests who have just been watching me walk around, talk for. Same. Yeah. I think, I think we've had guests arrive and leave in the time that I've been sitting here. <laughs> I've Solid. had none of that. I've, I've, I've had guys working on the school that I overlook. They've erected a fence across the or like a railing along the roof. So I'm assuming they're going to start allowing kids onto the roof now. Um, do 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 you wanna do 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 you wanna tip as someone who was once a teacher, Matt? Yes. You shouldn't use the word school and erect in the same sentence. It's not my school, so it's fine. <laughs> 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 it's like yesterday I said, yeah, go- I told him, mate, yeah, I'm going to song and check if I want a new set of uh, earphones, little Bluetooth ones to just wear on the bus and on the train and shit. And she's like, okay, cool. So you're like a guy in your thirties, you're gonna end up in an electronics store. I bet you're coming home with a drone. I'm like, uh-uh, not a fuck. I live next door to an elementary school. I'm going to end up on a list if I have a drone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, all right. Oh, cool. we still recording? Yeah, we are yes. still recording. So that's all still in Of there. course, we're still recording. Okay, sweet. So, yeah, um, send, yeah find us on... Oh, so say, say, say what platforms we're on. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do now. Find us on Facebook but, and... I don't know why, why must we say what platforms we're on. Surely if someone's listening... They know they what platforms. Yeah, exactly. This is like where DSTV advertised DSTV. Yeah, Yo, I was thinking about this. How, how much does Supersport advertise Supersport? Uh, basically, mm-hmm. I don't really understand why. DSTV's advertising model is literally to get 
everyone to buy the premium package. That's why, which makes no sense why Supersport ads run on Supersport because Supersport ads should be running on every other channel because, on yeah, because you get only, like I think you can get some of the. They should they should just run on the like because I know Supersport one is only premium here. Yeah, essentially it's like Supersport three and something else. Like there are two of them. It's essentially just soccer. Yo, why don't they just spam Supersport three with their shitty ads? I think they do. They must. Anyway. Uh, yeah, find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Acast, Spotify, and Stitcher. Also on Facebook and Twitter. I think that's it. Yeah, Peace. follow it. Well, listen, I'm, t- I'm tweeting so much now, it's actually out of hand. Yeah, uh, follow Ben. Follow Ben specifically. What What are you again again? <laughs> ben from ben Tax. From ben from Tax, yes. Follow Ben specifically at Ben from Tax. Okay, cheers, guys.